1: Brought to you by Black Sports.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, D-Generation X proudly brings to you, it's WWF Tag Team Champion of the World, the Road dog, Jesse J, the Badass Billy Dillon, the New Age of War. And of course, if you're not down with that, we got two words for you!
1: Good evening, Blackhawks fans. Uh, I hope you like that little intro. I did. Since we're all fired up around here, I figured that would be a good intro for tonight. Uh, today is Tuesday, February 10th, uh, we're running a little bit later than normal, not that yeah, you by, guys would know that, but yeah. You know. By
0: the time we finish, it'll be February 11th. <laughs> yes, yes it will.
1: That's alright, I'm going to Florida in a couple of days anyway, it's okay.
0: Yeah, eat shit, I gotta get up at 6. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll be up at 5 tomorrow, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, thanks for uh, tuning in and uh, downloading to uh, Puckin' Hustle Shoutcast, number 21, the San Makita, Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're in agreement on this. Uh, one. Yeah,
1: the Stan Makita episode. Uh, Gatekeeper here with uh, my partner in crime, uh, Pat Stankus, where we have been affectionately anointed the meatballs of the podcasting world. And uh, we are the self proclaimed favorite podcast of Derek Harms, Jake Brow, Zed the Brewer, Bass Frog 88, as well as anonymous people all over these dark interwebs. And the people consist of the millions ah. of oh, podcast downloaders. I, I got breaking news too. Yeah oh, bro, breaking news already? <laughs> really? We could we could
0: add another uh, a couple of loyal listeners now to the uh, shoutcast.
1: All right, this, this, is, this, is, this list <laughs> is going to get way too long. We get over 10.
0: We'll just leave it at uh, Dog Pound from work. He's a loyal listener now. Oh, uh, hell yeah! (laughs) (laughs) And also, last night, uh, I I happened to be at that family member that was at the game with us. Yes. Uh, We'll now anoint him named Uncle Roosevelt. Uncle Roosevelt. (laughs) And he wanted to be a guest on tonight. I invited him on, but he said he was afraid of the camera, so he didn't want to be here.
1: Ah, you dumb <laughs> son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> but uh, shout-out to those two early. And I also told Derek Harms earlier on Twitter, since he said he couldn't listen tomorrow, there would be yeah. no shout out. so that lasted, what, five minutes?
1: <laughs> yeah, we're no longer there the you favorite go. podcast of Derek Harms. He's been taken off the list. No. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, The last few days have just been... It seems like this happens every time with uh, with the shoutcast. It's like nothing happens for like ten days, and the last with the last four days, right before we're about to uh, record, everything happens. Like the fucking internet goes bad shit crazy. It's just insanity, and and I hate that you know the thing that's, that I'm most worked up about is going to be the last thing we talk about, unfortunately. <laughs> but so I'll try to keep it uh you know I'll try to keep it to the end and not uh show my cards on this one but as uh, we as a lot of us know something very very controversial happened last night and uh
0: it wasn't so much controversial it's just people acting like assholes that's all
1: yeah it was they were acting like asshole homer fans is what they were doing but. <laughs> even conroy
0: admitted that he didn't think it was a goal come on folks uh, you,
1: you could not even argue it you couldn't argue it. but we'll get into that
0: yeah, the, sorry, we we're off track already. So. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and every time I say that we're probably going to be really quick and we're going to go right through this, we end up going over two hours. So,
0: Like I said last time, Amtrak and Metra are not calling us for sponsorship because we go <laughs> off the track right away. Yeah,
1: no shit. Well, Metra I don't think was going to sponsor us anyway because I I was not a fan of Metra for a long time.
0: Yeah, I don't, met, I don't no. think I've ever met anybody that has taken Metra that's a fan of them. Oh
1: god. Yeah. Especially the line <laughs> that's out by me too. The line that's out by me. Oh my god, it's terrible.
0: It, immediately going through my head. What the fuck does trains have to do with the shout cast?
1: That's okay if you listen to the Hockey Night podcast this week. Talk about derail. I thought ours, I thought ours got derailed. They were but, they were watching YouTube videos <laughs> for like an hour.
0: The good news is though we uh we don't have a late game tonight to get us distracted. So Skorgolov can't be getting you know, sunburn from the red light, like you said
1: last time. No, but I do have uh, my uh, iPad open, and uh, I kind of dozed off earlier, and uh, Florida was beating uh, the Ducks like 6-2, to two. <laughs> <laughs> which I don't even know how that happened.
0: I, I was at a men's league game earlier, so there you go. Yeah. I don't see any hockey. Yeah,
1: yeah basically. <laughs> in, in one of the leagues that I used to play in, actually. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, but I, I am fired up, man. I even... I took out my teeth just because I figured we'd get into a fight at some point tonight. And I <laughs> you didn't took wanna... out your
1: teeth? So you look yes. like Ryan Reeves now? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was going to go, yeah, fine, whatever. <laughs> Hang on, let me go put them back in.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So, anyway. Uh, let's get off. Um, or, uh, Let's get off to a start uh, <laughs> as we just uh, kind of free-balling it here. Um. <laughs> Good, good to know.
0: We have notes on
1: all this stuff. Yeah, no kid. There are notes. Yeah, we we do actually yeah. do have notes. We are not just going, you know, talking off the top of our head.
0: We probably should do that once, but uh,
1: I've been hitting the head way too many times, so I could not <laughs> remember all this stuff off the top of my head. It's a goalie thing. I'm like uh, Henrik Lundqvist.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's why I retired from goalie.
1: Yeah, well, that's one of the, one of my fears. But anyway, uh, to start things off, uh, once again, I'm going to have to turn the keys over to Pat.
0: Yeah, just leave them underneath the doormat. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So don't 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 uh, don't sink the ship on us. All right. <laughs> I'll actually be leaving Friday, so while the Hawks are playing Friday night, I'll be uh, probably somewhere in the middle of Kentucky. I would think driving to Florida, so.
0: Now, I've heard rumors that the NHL is looking at putting an expansion team in Kentucky.
1: <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. They got one in the desert, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I couldn't pass up that opportunity.
1: Yeah, well, there you but go. But
0: it also does, you know, lead us into our first topic of the general NHL. Yeah, I'll save that for. That.
1: Yeah, um, uh, I was I was going to move the next topic kind of down a little bit, but we can talk about it anyway. I guess you. Uh, you went to go see the uh, the Ice Hogs and the Wolves last week.
0: Yeah, Man. what a mistake! <laughs> <laughs> I should have just drove to Rockford.
1: You know, I didn't. I didn't even realize, like, until like two days later that you had actually put up a post, you know, r- recapping your night there. <laughs> oh yeah. And then I like reread it today just to make sure I go through it. And I was like, oh boy, that looks like a lot of fun. Because I was I, I actually, might... I was, I think I was, I watched part of that game. I believe. I
0: yeah, we, I, I think I was letting you know that uh, Lamont native Scott Darling looked awful that night. Yeah, I mean for yeah. Christ's sure. sake, he allowed two goals to Magnus Payrvi.
1: Yeah, well, I didn't see. Uh, I didn't see the. Uh, oh, I, I did. Like, what was the line you called him? The hope line.
0: Oh yeah, the yeah Hall, Omar, Payarvi, Everly. Yeah, yeah.
1: That that was pretty good. I like that. Yeah. I like how you put that together. Well,
0: I actually I stole that from an Edmonton fan when I used to have NHL Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, that show Oil Chain was on, and some fan had actually come up with that. Well, now you only got he left of hope.
1: So, <laughs> well, oh yeah, the NHL Network. That's what I'm watching on my iPad right now.
0: Yeah, eat a dick. <laughs> <coughs> Speaking of Edmonton, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, told Uncle, I told Uncle Roosevelt I'll slip this in tonight too. But uh, I had to, since we're talking about Edmonton, I have to bring up the trade that he proposed last night of Nickel oh, and Oduya to Edmonton for Nail Yakupov.
1: <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I think you, you could get Nail Yakupov for like uh, a bag of pucks. <laughs> yeah, for some like for like Adam Clyde dining. <laughs> for Christ's sake. Yeah, I don't know why you would want Yakupov because his attitude is such dog shit. I mean, there's a reason he's playing
0: Nail Yakupov. Yeah,
1: there's a reason he's playing fourth line on a shitty team when he was a number one overall draft pick. I mean, there's you know.
0: Yeah, so back to that Wolves game, not to get sidetracked. Yeah, back
1: to that Wolves game.
0: Uh, Apparently, though, there are diehard Wolves fans, because I did get booed for wearing a Rockford hat, so.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Take that
0: that for what it's worth, folks.
1: Honestly, I I think uh, my cousin has season's tickets to the Wolves, I believe. (laughs) And my other cousin is, like, the biggest Andre Pavlik fan ever. (laughs) I, I feel bad for her, because Pavlik's so terrible in the NHL. He was good in the AHL, but he's not in the NHL.
0: He is not serviceable no, in he's the not NHL.
1: Serviceable, he is not. Nor is he adequate.
0: And you know, one other thing, because I don't think I put it in the recap, that Chicago Wolves mascot is a fucking asshole. <laughs> I I can't stand him. I don't. Yeah.
1: <laughs> really? So tell us how <laughs> you really feel. <laughs> wow,
0: it's just the there's certain guys like or certain things that you just hate the looks of. Like, Troy Brower's face. I always hated the look of Troy Brower. <laughs> the, the, or, or
1: Tyler, Tyler uh, Kennedy. Oh, God. <laughs> the pig man.
0: <laughs> I believe that's what Kramer's looking for in that Seinfeld episode there. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. I just I don't like him. I, I think the mascot just looks stupid and whatever.
1: S- speaking of Kramer and speaking of... Uh... <laughs> Speaking of my vacation, I mean that's what that's what I am right now. I'm like Kramer in my mind. I'm already gone.
0: You already checked out. Yeah,
1: I, I have checked out. I yeah, I was in uh, a training class all last week, and now uh, and then this week, uh, like I'm just checked out. I I don't want to get involved in anything. I don't want. I just want to leave. I want to go to Florida, <laughs> and then and then come to find out that that forklift is going to be in Florida as well. <laughs> who who would have thunk? The two Blackhawks bloggers were going to be in Orlando, like, at the same time. Like
0: you said, Blackhawks blogger convention.
1: Yeah, no shit. <clears throat> Although he's going to be there, like, the day I'm getting ready to leave, so. But, <laughs> hey, we, we picked the Blackhawks homestand to all go down to <laughs> Florida. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, thank, thanks for that. I get to cover all home games, too. I don't even get a road game <laughs> recap.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, speaking, I actually, speaking of Blackhawks bloggers too, I didn't put this in the recap or in the, in the notes at all, but uh, you probably didn't notice cause you were working today and you probably just skimmed through Twitter. But um, I noticed uh, like yesterday there was uh, someone put this like whole posting up on the internet, this call out to Sam Fells from the committed Indian about their logo and how it was offensive and all that stuff. You know oh, we're going
0: shut the
1: fuck up we're going through that stuff again, <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, I mean really honestly it it's not because it's like it's a drunken person wearing Indian yeah you, you but you have to explain it to these people. It's a drunken guy wearing an Indian headdress thing acting like a drunken Blackhawks fan that's what it is, but they take it as' an, more offensively than that well they they put out this long post. I mean, this long, drawn-out thing. Like, I I skimmed through it, but I'm like, I I, I didn't want to get into it. But apparently it looks like uh, they're going to actually uh, – they're not they're not going to fight it. They're not going to argue it. They're just going to change their logo, which I think is kind of sad. It kind of sucks, but, you know, they got to do what they got to do to not alienate people. But, you know.
0: Yeah, it's, it's so offensive, the Blackhawks name, logo, and everything. Did you see who shot the puck last night? Uh, somebody from a, a Native American. Oh yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. they didn't mention something about that. How the Blackhawks had reached out to them and that. Well, you know what? Everyone wants to be so goddamn PC now.
0: Yeah, you know, hang on, the teeth are coming back out. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't see. I didn't know about that. So that's you know that fired me. Yeah, up.
1: you know what? It, it, it's kind of like under the radar. I think they don't want to make a big deal about it. They didn't even say anything about it. But uh, Sam had posted up a new logo that um. It's like a guy leaning up against the wall wearing a uh wearing a, a Cord jersey and you can see he's kind of holding a, kind of a a copy of the committed in in his hand and he's just kind of and he's got and in his other hand his other arm is like hanging down by his side he's holding a bottle by the top like a beer bottle so I, I I'm assuming that's what they're going to go with so I mean you know whatever yeah, I mean, I, I, I like those guys and I don't couple. think you know I don't go know. Ahead. Yeah, I just I mean I really like those guys and I've liked those I mean those guys were pretty much other than Hockey Night or well they were the biggest inspiration for me to start this blog. And, and you know Hockey Night was the big bigger inspiration to do the shoutcast but um you know they were huge uh I and uh I've you know talked back and forth with Sam plenty of times and uh you know even when they first got uh you know the I think it was the Sun-Times, did an article about them. And, and I reached out to Sam a little bit, and I started, like, a Facebook thing for them. And back when they were Second City Hockey, I believe. But, um, you know, I hate that they have to do it, you know, that they have to give in. But, you know, because they always like to go against the grain. But there's just some fights that you kind of just have to concede. And I guess this is one of them. So...
0: I mean, if you ask me, I'm on their website right now. Their logo looks like a drunken Marvin the Martian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just my opinion. Yeah.
1: And if you, Which, if, you like, if you look on Twitter, um, it, if you look at their Twitter account right now, I think the new logo is their their avatar. Um, we'll have to check Twitter. Yeah. <clears throat> we will. Although
0: that, that was a bad idea. A bad idea last time we checked Twitter during this.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there was your hold music so you could check Twitter. But um,
0: I was just referring to the fact that we got sidetracked every time we went yeah. on Twitter. Last yeah, time. actually, you
1: can see the new logo. <clears throat> what I think is the new, well, actually, it's kind of chopped up if you look at it on Twitter. Um, but the the full logo, uh, Sam had it up on Facebook and he was asking people, you know, what they thought of it. I mean, I don't care either way. It's a logo. Logo's a logo. It doesn't matter to me. It's the content, but uh, I think everyone should make sure that if you're listening to this and you go to a home Blackhawks game, if you don't stop by one of the um, committed Indian vendors and pick one up or two, uh, you're a dick. <laughs> you you should actually go out and support them and uh, yeah. spend a couple of bucks. It's like two three bucks, whatever. I usually tip them, but uh, every time I go to a Blackhawks game, I buy one, so... I still uh, have the one.
0: For just, thanks that? for running me over with the bus because I didn't buy one the last time. I was <laughs> that's going. all right.
1: We were kind of in a hurry because we were running late that time. But
0: no, we that's okay. I actually, ask...
1: I actually tipped them a hundred percent. So basically, you bought one. You just didn't get to, you didn't get to hold it in your hand. Oh, good. Yeah, but um, I still actually have it in the door of my truck from the last time we went. So, <laughs> but yeah, everyone, if you go to a Blackhawks game, go buy. At least go by gate three and a half. I believe it is. Um, Sam or one of his people. You could see him out there hacking him. They're out there every time. Uh, forklift, if you don't know, forklift from Hockey Night does a top ten in there. Uh, Chris Black, all the people we usually mention are you know in there at one point or another. So, yeah, uh, you know, I don't like I said. I don't, don't want to get <coughs> too tied up in this, but uh, go support those guys because you should support them.
0: I agree. And so next anyway. time I go, I'll support them. <laughs> Jackass. ass oh, sorry. Did <laughs> I say that out loud? Hey,
1: like I said, you bought one. You just didn't get to hold it in your hand. <laughs> so, all right. On uh, actual hockey news. Uh, let's see. Uh, the big trade.
0: That happened,
1: right? Oh no, yeah. Big trade. Big trade. <laughs> Adamikov. F. Uh, Jenny Nabokov uh, was traded from Tampa Bay, where he was actually already on waivers, and he was sent down to the minors. Um, but they uh, they then sent him back to San Jose, where he's going to probably retire as a Shark, which is whatever. I don't know why San, jo- San Jose traded for. Uh, I think they, I think I believe it was uh, future consideration or something, and I got to imagine. The future consideration is going to be like fifty bucks in, you know, a, a box of old programs or something, because I don't know why San Jose would give fifty rubles. Yeah, <laughs> fifty rubles. Well, at this point, the rubles and the Canadian dollar are plummeting equally. So, um, but yeah. The, although
0: the, that's a subject for later on. Sorry. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. No. 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 That's that's fine. We, it all ties in. It all comes back. Comes back around again. Uh, But I don't know why San Jose would pay for something because they're not going to use Nabokov to play. I mean, I think they're just bringing him back to to let him retire. And uh, I I don't know why you would pay for that. But (laughs) okay, when you could have just let his contract run out and and sign uh, sign him to a one-day contract next year or something like that.
0: I'll but. always remember Nabokov when I was growing up in like seventh, eighth grade or whatnot. Maybe, maybe even high school. It was always like the sharks were that. Is this the year they have the great you know regular season? This is the year they're going to the Stanley Cup. Oh, first round exit. It was like four or five years in a row, and it was always Nabokov in and net. And being mm-hmm. a couple friends, would always you know almost feel like it wasn't all his fault, but you know at the same time, you know what are you going to do, right? But then also. Probably the most fitting San Jose Shark memory of Evgeny Nabokov for me is his reaction after Dustin Bufflin scored when he finally moved and the puck was already past him in the net of Game 3 in the Western Conference Finals in 2000.
1: Well, that was like a fucking eclipse. Look it up Bufflin's on YouTube. Fat ass.
0: <laughs> Look it up on YouTube. He never moves until the puck's past him and it was fantastic defense by Danny Heatley.
1: Oh, Danny Heatley. <laughs> I I love like drives I, cars. Yeah, I, oh, you, you know, what? as sick as it, as sick as it is, the one of my favorite uh, Twitter handles is Danny Heatley Speedwagon. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> now I don't
0: feel too bad for making that show. Yeah, I mean
1: <coughs> that's I know it's sick and twisted, but Danny Heatley Speedwagon. Oh man, that is a great Twitter handle, and that's actually like a blog too. I believe it's a whole blog. Oh my god.
0: There are people ouch. in the world worse than me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that is just an ouch. Oh my God. So anyway. Oh,
0: that's horrible.
1: Yeah, you know, we're it <laughs> is horrible. We're we're terrible people. <laughs> um uh, moving on, um the Evander Kane saga. Um if anyone who hasn't paid attention and I got so many texts and messages more more than ever, people not reading entire articles and just reading headlines where it says Kane has shoulder surgery out four to six months or whatever. People thinking that it's Patrick Kane because they didn't read the article. I I don't, um, people, you got to pay attention. There's more than one Kane in the league, but anyway, well, um, I guess Kane I didn't even, you know, I didn't even really want to get in it because it was so silly. Um,
0: yeah, not the more that's come out. It's just getting
1: stupid now. It's like he, he <clears throat> didn't wear a suit to a team meeting. He wore a track suit or something because he didn't have enough time. I don't even know the details of it. It's just so stupid.
0: Supposedly it's a violation of the uh, CBA, from what I read.
1: Yeah, which it could and, be. I mean, And
0: then Bufflin decided to throw that track suit in the shower and... Yada, yada, yada. You know, it pissed me off with Hawk fans. Why the fuck are we worried about how Winnipeg handles their business? Who
1: cares? I mean, the bottom line is is Evander Kane's a good player, and you want to run him out of town. You know what? I I guarantee you, Joel Quenville will whip his ass into shape. So, if they want to send a 23-year-old Evander Kane this way, not that they can afford him, but you know, I think most teams would I, I heard that, you know, at least one team, they, they didn't know which team it was, but um, it said it could be the Ruins, or it could be another team, is willing to trade for him now while he is... Oh, my God. Sorry, sidetrack. Roberto Luongo, the worst goal ever. Holy shit. <sighs> anyway, if Andrew Kane... <laughs> you you looked this up look up the the look up the Luongo goal that he gave up from from the center ice it was a backhand that was just flipped in the air and bounced past him um anyway uh Vander kane <laughs> sorry um you know, I know for some reason in Winnipeg they don't like him they just don't like him Uh, people want to blame it on race. I don't think it is because they have Dustin Bufflin there and they treat Dustin Bufflin just, you know, they love him there. So even, even if he was a fat sack of shit, um, I don't, I don't know. You know, he, 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 he's a young kid. He's made some mistakes, but he's a good player. But they were saying that Boston, uh, even though, even though he's injured, uh, they may trade for him while he is injured just to have him next year. So that's how highly they think of him. Although Bruins don't always make the best moves, but still, I mean, he's a young, good player. So especially for a team who gave up on Tyler Sagan.
0: Sorry, I lost you there for a second.
1: No, you're right. But, um, so yeah. I heard
0: Tyler Sagan, that was it.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I was saying that uh, the Bruins, you know, said they may trade for uh, Kane even if he is hurt, just so they could have him next year. And I'm like, you know, this is that's how highly they think of him. But then again, this is a team who traded away Tyler Sagan, so yeah, yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah. So you know, you got to take you know their their uh, opinions with a grain of salt. But so that's that. Evander, I Kane. mean, I
0: think. I think Kane's a good player. He just, you know, needs to mature. And we saw with Patrick Kane, you can mature. So he's still young, still fixable, in my opinion.
1: Right, right. So, anyway, um, let's see. Uh, the World Championships. It looks like they may end up on ESPN. I saw some mutterings about that. Uh, I say fuck ESPN, but. Yeah, whatever.
0: I'm right behind you on that one.
1: Yeah, I, I don't care either way, to be honest with you. The world champion, it's just, just going to be like, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of a, you know, it's an exhibition thing and it's turning into a fucking circus and whatever. If it's going to turn into a circus, let it be NESPN because they're just a fucking circus in, them, in and of themselves. So... So, uh, let's see, the trade deadline's looming. There's a lot of speculation with trades. I um, I I didn't. I, I posted up a link today where it looks like, uh, because Lundquist is out now, for those who don't know, he was hit in the throat with a shot. He continued to play in the game, but the next day he woke up with a lot of pain. I guess where it hit him uh, left him at risk for some kind of blood clot. It could, you know, obviously, be very serious. So he's out for uh, at least a month, I think. That's what I heard. Yeah, it looks like the Rangers may be looking for a veteran uh, backup goalie. Uh, Hockey night? Who? Or not hockey night? Hockey news. Sorry. Sorry, hockey night. Didn't mean to.
0: (laughs) Yeah, don't play those. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no. The
1: hockey dude. Yeah. That, That was that was insulting, and I. Deeply apologize for that, but the uh, hockey...
0: is never going to come on here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> The hockey news... Uh, I was going to actually have Forklift on night, but I figured that we were going to be kind of racing through sh- shit. and I'd just rather when we have a little more time. <clears throat> but um, it looks like Michael Layton was on the radar for... I mean, if the Blackhawks can get something for Michael Layton, more power to him. Because... <laughs> yeah, I mean... If you get a draft pick for him at this point in time, he was just signed to be veteran backup in Rockford, and because uh, Lamont native Scott Darling hasn't been lighting the world on fire in the AHL, uh, Michael Layton was the and as we're going to you know as I was going to mention later was the goalie of the month for the AHL. So, uh, but I also saw Jason Labarbera mentioned. So two Blackhawks minor league goalies. Uh, could end up on the Rangers. I don't know.
0: Uh, just wait till uh, wait till see what I tweet out later about Scott Darling.
1: <laughs> oh, great, great. Yeah. Um, let's see. It
0: requires me getting up. Otherwise, I'd do it right now. But <laughs> who the hell wants to get up?
1: You mean it's not a player shirt? <laughs> like I found at uh, Jerry's Hockey Warehouse in Charlotte. <laughs>
0: Dude, I almost wrecked my car when I saw that. Yeah, when I, I saw that. Friday. I'm like, I got to
1: take. They probably looked at me like I was an idiot because I'm standing there by the wall taking a picture of a shirt on the wall. But. It's <laughs> okay. Sure I, enough,
0: had, I had to buy somebody a Roosevelt shirt over the weekend, so there you go.
1: And I know three guys, at least three guys who work at that, Jerry. So if they're listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was poking fun at your place of employment. <laughs> um. I talked about Lundquist. Uh, Taylor Hall, it was announced today, is going to miss four to six weeks with a lower body leg injury, something or other. So um, can,
0: can we fucking change that already? Just tell us what the damn injury is. No, I can't stand no.
1: that. Can't stand it. No, they're not going to do that. They're going to play fucking games. They're going to, they're going to, you know, it's going to be lower body. Even though we know it's a leg, just like with a hand. What is a hand? Is that lower body or is that upper body? Depends on where your hand's at, I guess, right? Yep.
0: <laughs> I'm not going stupid. there. It's <laughs> <laughs> stupid. But really quick, too, on the injury topic, because this happened on the Sunday while the uh, Flyers were playing the Capitals and yeah. Steve Mason got hurt. Mm-hmm. And all the rule changes the NHL wants to implement, can we give a backup goalie who comes in as an injury replacement a minute to take fucking shots just so they can warm up a little bit? You're supposed to be able to. I mean, <laughs> good God. And it's like, that's my goalie bias showing,
1: but you know give him like 2 minutes or something just to a quick warm up actually technically or at least at one point in time it was in the rules that if a goalie comes in because of an injury that he's allowed uh you know some warm ups i think it was at the discretion of the refs or something like that maybe that was maybe that's changed i mean i remember that from you know 20 years ago but i didn't think they had removed it from the rules
0: yeah so but, 20 years ago, yours truly didn't even know how to read, so there you go.
1: <laughs> yeah. Still I, I did not know how to read. I, I did know, know that rule. rule. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I did coach, so I did have to know rules like that, so.
0: Actually, you know, what's funny is in my desk right here, I have the NHL rule book. I could look it up for you if you'd like.
1: Or, or there's this funny mach- machine called the Google machine. Yeah. And you can look it up there, too. Might be a little yeah. quicker than, than thumbing through.
0: Yeah, some of us prefer to read a newspaper than read online too.
1: <laughs> well, don't get used to that because it's...
0: I actually was—I forgot to bring this out earlier, but uh, I actually have a plan for later on in the show. So,
1: uh-oh, now you're scaring me.
0: <laughs> now that I can remember it, I'm gonna actually look what I'm looking for. And
1: now that I'll we're 30 to... minutes in, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, it, it may have something to do with the last topic, but never yeah. mind.
1: Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh where, where are we missing? Anything? Oh the last thing was is I saw an article today um it looks like some players uh two players in particular were mentioned and and again this is by the hockey news so we know how we know how that's gone uh you know the hockey news isn't always the greatest uh, source of stories but two player it looks like two players um in the KHL what team is this on the St Petersburg team one of them which uh, is a name that everyone will find familiar. The guy's name Victor oh. Tikanoff. Oh God! He is the grandson of Russian coach Victor Tikanoff, who just passed. I don't know, a couple months ago, uh, and is a draft pick of maybe Arizona. Yep, he is a draft pick of the Arizona Coyotes.
0: Uh, for future reference let 's just call them the coyotes because they 're not going to be in Arizona when he plays with yeah,
1: four well. <laughs> well actually he did from what I read in this article he did play for the phoenix coyotes really? uh, while Gretzky was coaching he was only twenty years old and uh he was a twentieth he was let 's see twentieth overall in the 08 draft uh one pick after washington nabbed john carlson six foot two one ninety um Yeah. So I guess he did play a little bit, but he uh, didn't do all that well. I mean, who did do well when Gretzky was there coaching?
0: Rick Packett and Wayne Gretzky.
1: Yeah. But um, it looks like he's um, going to, uh, when his contract is up at the end of the year, he's going to come back to the NHL. And then uh, Artemy Panarin, whoever that is, Artemy Panarin, Panarin, uh, he's another player. I don't think he was drafted um but right now he is second in the KHL in scoring um right behind uh du- Dick Bag uh, Alexander Radulov. <laughs> uh even though he's played 12 fewer games he's only 3 points behind and uh i, I hate when they do this but the most rabid Panarin fans compare his shifty skill set to Patrick Kane is what they said in this article. So uh, this be- was the hockey news. Yes, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, there if, you
0: go. If
1: you click on the if you click on the link uh, that I put in the notes, if you just click click on that, you could actually pull the uh, article up. But um, that was said today that those, it looks like players may start defecting. Defecting player, you know, players who defected in the first place may defect back <laughs> to the U.S. because the ruble in Russia is just hit rock bottom, and uh, also, uh, you know, the Canadian dollar is down to, like, 80 cents now. So that's not doing so well either. So, whatever. Um,
0: So does that that mean uh, Brandon Bochinski might come back from the KHL and light it up in the (laughs) AHL? Well, he
1: may try. (laughs) Well, he ain't
0: going to cry. Notice I said AHL, not AHL. Actually, he may
1: be lucky if he makes it to the ECHL at this point in time. But, uh, yeah, so that's the uh, league news. Moving on to the Blackhawks news, uh, I think it was the day after we recorded last time, it was announced that Stan Makeda, which this is the 21st episode, this is, so this is our Stan Makeda episode. Um, Stan Makeda, it was announced that he uh, by his family that he's suffering from a form of dementia, so he's suffering, and they're kind of keeping it under wraps, which is fine. You know, you got to respect the family's wishes and, you know. You know, I, I honestly would rather remember Stan Makita. McKe- you know, while well, I never saw him play, I would kind of really remember, rather remember him as you know the, the older Stan Makita and not suffering, um, you know. So, you know, best wishes to his family and him. Uh, <clears throat> actually, uh, a side note too with Stan Makita is that uh, my son and Stan Makita share the same birthday. So. That that kind of was a you know important thing to me, being a big hockey fan that I am. That my son was born on Stan Mikita's birthday, so uh, May twentieth, Stan Mikita's birthday, and uh, future Blackhawk, uh, my son, who for uh, not not many people have, have saw it, but her, uh, who took the ice for the first time this weekend. He's not even three years old. He was actually on the ice. He, he was able to stand up. He was actually able to sh- skate a little bit shuffle and uh which amazed me and then he was actually uh when he fell down he was actually able to get up all on his own and he's not even three years old yet, so I was pretty impressed with that he's much better than his dad that's for sure <laughs> I was oh, going to
0: say I seen you skate <laughs> yeah,
1: he put me to shame he puts me yeah. to shame it was he was playing with a bunch of kids i mean he's like i said he's he hasn't turned three till the end of may and uh he was out there playing with kids that were teenagers, and he didn't care. And he was falling down and getting back up and having a good time. So I think I'm going to have a hockey nut on my hand. <laughs> so that aside, um, get, well, th- get well, Stash. Agreed. <clears throat> uh, I don't know There's there's much more to say about the... Trade of Adam Clendenning for Gustav Forsling that w- that was announced while we were in the middle of recording last last time. Except I think
0: f- all all it could say is it threw us fucking off completely. Yeah, yeah it did. Yeah, it.
1: Did. It did. I was listening to that and it was hysterical. Listening to, to us just completely get sidetracked by that. We're, we're just you know we're just going right along and then all of a sudden boom smack in the face. So, but um. I guess we're going to see Adam Clendening in an op- in an opposing uniform for the first time tomorrow, because as the uh, which will probably be today by the time everyone else is downloading this, but <clears throat> or for Derek Harms, it will be yesterday when he listens <laughs> to this on Thursday. So, uh, yeah, so I mean, we'll I, see I, the way I look at it. it's
0: going to make. Sorry, no, no, go ahead. go so. ahead. You can finish. I was going to say, you know, Clendenning's going to make his return to Chicago. I got Bowling's return, Carcillo's return, Clendenning's return. Is there any recap that I'm going to get where somebody doesn't
1: fucking return on the Blackhawks? Oh, my God, yeah. Well, (laughs) do the Blackhawks play Florida again this year? Do they? I don't even know. I'd have to
0: schedule. They they still play them twice, and it's the same week, the end of February. They play them here. I think it's a home and home They play them here on a Tuesday and then in Florida on Thursday.
1: Because, you know, I was watching... uh, the highlights from the Florida game is, is they beat uh, as they beat the Ducks 6-2 tonight, and like you know, it every time a goal was scored or something was happening, there's former Blackhawks all over the screen. There's Bolin, there's uh, Campbell, there's Hayes, there's Peary. There's uh, it's like ridiculous how many former Blackhawks are down there. I I didn't even know Dave Bolin uh, wasn't injured which surprised the hell out of me.
0: Did you see what Greg Boyson tweeted out the other day about bowling?
1: Uh I may have. What, what was it?
0: John Scott has as many goals as Dave Bowen, oh, this year. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> did, did you see the article that I posted up where Dave Bowen was listed as the worst free agent signing this year? I did. <clears throat> yeah.
0: I did see that. Well,
1: there. Well, uh, me and CT from Hockey Night went back and forth about this because we both agreed. Um that there were a couple like one you like really low priced one year contracts in there that didn't make a goddamn bit of sense.
0: Like the Setaguchi one. I know you, I think it was a, a CT that yeah, said
1: that. Yeah, he mentioned that one and there was another one in there too that was like a you know, even the Heatley one. Well okay it was a sh- yeah. you know he was a shitty signing but it was only a one year contract for like one million dollars or something. I mean that's not I mean we got Brad Richards <laughs> so <laughs> You know, I mean.
0: Yeah, uh, the one million though, that will cover all the cab fare that Heatley needs to and from the arena.
1: <laughs> Danny Heatley speed wagon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, <laughs> going
0: straight to hell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, John Scott was in there too, I believe. I'm pretty was sure. It? I'm pretty sure the John Scott contract was in there, which I would agree with wholeheartedly. <laughs> that and the bowling one, I would definitely agree with. So. Yeah,
0: the Bowen one was, oh, the hell were they thinking? You dumb son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: that's, that's exactly what they should get for that one.
0: Yeah, so. I can't disagree with that. As much as I like Bolin, that that was just asinine.
1: Yeah, yeah. What in the blue hell is wrong with you? It's, that's for Dale Town. <laughs> um, oh, boy. So, yeah. <sighs> Um, the one thing I do have to say about the Clendenning trade is, uh, looking back on it, um, really all it's doing is it's buying a couple of years for the Blackhawks. They traded two. They traded basically a player for a younger player with a similar skill set that they don't have to jam into the lineup. So they've got a couple of years before F- Forsling is going to come over here. So uh, basically it just kind of clears up that log jam of defensemen in Rockford that are going to have to come, you know, be coming up next year and stuff like that. So it's really all that kind of really is. Forsling is just kind of a slightly smaller Adam Clendenning, slightly smaller and younger Adam Clendenning is really what it is. So um, him and between him and that Villy Polka, the Polka party and uh, Rockford, those are some, uh, you know, some nice young European defensemen in the, the Blackhawks have.
0: Just don't so. show anybody that picture of Polka.
1: Oh, I know. He looks like a girl he looks like a- he looks like a transvestite. <laughs> he does. <sighs> he does. I'm sorry, but he does. I mean he's got that he's got that, that face. It looks like a I, I, it looks like a woman. If you put long hair on Billy Polka, he would look like a woman.
0: I'd argue he looks like a woman right now. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty scary. But um yeah, so anyway. Um. Uh, speaking of defense oh, that, that was the other thing I was thinking about. You know, while the Blackhawks love to get uh, European defensemen, they love to have uh, American forwards. It's like their their calling card. They go out and draft a bunch of forwards from Team USA, the USA program, and then they go and they draft and trade for a bunch of European defensemen from Sweden or Finland or whatever. It's yep. getting to be like extremely predictable.
0: We found out that uh, the Swedish forwards don't work out too well, like Victor Stahlberg in Chicago.
1: Yeah, well, you know, he did score. He did score on. I, was, uh, I wanted to bring it back, bring it up. That's why. <laughs> yeah, he did score on. Uh, was it on Darling? Right.
0: Yep. Yep. And a hat trick that night.
1: Was it? I thought it was only two goals. I didn't think it was three. Let,
0: see, I got I got the alert, and it, it had him as the. Uh, he goes. Milwaukee's fifth goal, it, or it might have been a natural hat trick too. I don't know.
1: Oh Jesus! Yeah,
0: right. but then I heard today he was recalled by Nashville. So
1: there you go. I'm, I'm going to vomit. <clears throat> Speaking of young defensemen, um, it's looking like TVR's started skating, light skating. It's still going to be at least a month before he can actually come back and actually play any games. While everyone's out there jumping up and down and fucking. Whacking off to TVR, uh, I really honestly can't see him playing any significant time in the regular season, and I I don't know why they would throw him in there in the playoffs unless they were extremely desperate. Uh, I would honestly, if I were the Blackhawks, based on his injury, having two major leg injuries, I would send him to Rockford and let him finish the year in Rockford, but... That's not me. I'm not Stan Bowman. I'm not Joe Quenville. I'm not allowed to have any opinions because I don't have a Stanley Cup ring, apparently, from what I'm told. (laughs) So that is that. Uh, I mentioned a little earlier, Michael Layton was uh, named Goalie of the Month for the AHL, and uh, Matt Carruth uh, was from the Indy Fuel was named goalie of the month for the ECHL so the Blackhawks had goalies of the month for both of their minor league uh, teams which is pretty cool yep bring uh,
0: them up to the NHL because we got a goalie problem in Chicago uh,
1: wow well, you know what <laughs> we have uh, we have it all under control because Montana Brendan says Lamont native Scott darling can handle this and so can uh, anti Ranta. so
0: what an asshole.
1: yeah yeah there goes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I think of that Montana Brennan. Anyway, um, and the last thing, or the last two things, one uh is back, which and uh, moving on, uh, Christopher Stieg uh, yeah. is almost ready. To, <laughs> yeah, Christopher Stieg is almost ready to come back. Uh, I saw a an alert pop up just as we started recording saying that uh, I believe Joel Quenville told someone somewhere that he sees uh, Versteeg coming back and playing tomorrow against uh, Vancouver. So looks like we're going to see what the Blackhawks are going to do, which I'm looking at my Twitter timeline, and nothing's happened yet, so it may not happen until tomorrow. But um, I got to think they're going to make a move somewhere, whether it's uh, – <clears throat> Whether it's keeping Nordstrom up to set the bench or sit in the uh, in the rafters or uh, and send Tevu down, I don't know. Uh, I would rather they just, you know, I don't know. If they're going to have someone sit, then I would rather... Um, <laughs> I just watched Eric Cole almost get run over by a Zamboni while he was being uh, interviewed <laughs> by the NHL Network Arena Cam. That was pretty funny.
0: <laughs> turn, the, turn the iPad off they
1: <laughs> uh, so something's going to have to happen uh, either they're going to have to sit Carcillo if they want to keep uh, Teravainen playing because you can't have Teravainen sitting it just, it's counterproductive it doesn't make a damn bit of sense you can sit Nordstrom because I mean it's Nordstrom but whatever um, something's going to happen probably soon. They may uh, they may or may not wait, but, I mean, with their coming off, LTIR, they're going to have to do something. Yeah, they're going to have to do something. They're going to have to make some kind of move.
0: Well, I mean, they did it with Scott Darling. They sent him down at, like, 1145 at night. So I would think to avoid the backlash from the Cheer of the Anthem guys, sending Tevu down in the middle of the night wouldn't be a bad idea.
1: <laughs> Speaking of the Cheer of the Anthem guys, I just listened to their latest podcast because they are now uh, – they're now doing a weekly thing now, which is you know it's pretty cool. The only thing that sucks though is uh, I don't know how they're uh, I don't know how they're doing their their setup. But like uh, you and I, we do ours through Skype. Um, I don't know how they're doing theirs, but it sounds like they're doing it on someone's iPhone speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I mean, I think they got to do a little bit of tuning on that one. But uh, you know, it's they were talking about. That they're terrified, you know. Jim, is more specific, uh, was terrified that uh, Terravina was going to get sent down. But I mean, I, I don't know what to do at this point because they're they're definitely going to force Carcillo into the lineup. I mean, that much has been you know proven. So
0: yeah, I, I mean, if you ask me, I don't think that there's a chance that Tavu stays up, especially if he's going to sit in the press box. That, that would just make no sense and no. reiterate what we said, that they don't know how to handle young players.
1: <clears throat> no, you, he he does no one any good by sitting in the press box. So, you know, I would rather him be back in Rockford playing games, even if he's going to slay bums. I mean, he hasn't played bad. He's played pretty good. I mean, even last game, he had, he had that nice rush up the ice. He kind of waited for traffic in front and, while he didn't score, but he's still he's looking like an NHL player. But
0: yeah, he's, a, he's still a work in progress. But he hasn't looked awful. I'll give him credit. you, yeah. know, it's, it's, you know it's a learning curve I and mean, it's baby steps. So I just I didn't like how everybody thought that he was going to come in and be the savior. It's like you need to look the two that he scored his first NHL goal when I had to be there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. yeah, well, we were both there, so, <laughs> in celebration. Yeah. So, moving on to the games, uh, we're almost an hour in, so let's get, to, let's get through these games. No. Otherwise it's a Yeah, and we haven't even really got sidetracked yet.
0: Especially because the last two are going to take forever.
1: Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, so, uh, the first game, uh, after the last, uh, shoutcast was, uh, In Anaheim, where you basically went out and said that uh, the the Hawks were going to get curb stomped, probably and
0: uh... (laughs) yeah, I said one four and one on this West Coast swing, and it cost me another twelve pack of beer. So
1: yeah, yeah. So well, this was a surprising game. The Blackhawks went out and pretty much uh, stomped the Ducks at home. Uh, Crawford was big in net, saved twenty one of twenty two. Big win. Taves, Kane had two goals. Keith had a goal. Four assists by Sharp. Uh, Blackhawks outshot the Ducks 33-22, uh, Tevu, his ice time was cut back, uh, O'Dell and Roosevelt, this is where, while they continue to suck over and over and over again, Quenville st- still keep, you know, he's beating that dead horse. Um, uh, Keith got his 400th career point in that game, and, uh, the Ducks seem to be targeting, uh, Seabrook, I'm not sure entirely why, but they were, uh, definitely, uh, I don't know, taking their taking their pot shots at him. So
0: yeah, that was the game where Super got like nailed five times in the first period. I want to say yeah, yeah. They were all vi- they were all vicious too. I yeah, mean. yeah. It's like they were clean hits, but they were just vicious.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was like they, they they were out there for some reason to to target him. I don't know if they you know if Brudeau or B- went out there and said, "Hey, this is a guy we have to we'll target because he turned the puck." Yeah, I don't know.
0: Which, you know, Kruger and, you know, Morrison are probably going, hey, we know what that feels like to get hit like that. You yeah, know shit, Jomerson. Because they never, they, they never shy away from a hit like that.
1: No. No, they got pounded. So that was a big win. It was a good way, uh, you know, I believe. That, was that the second game of the road?
0: Yeah, because they lost in L.A. the first one, yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, while everyone thought that they may be able to beat L.A. and they would probably lose to the Ducks, it, the complete opposite happened. And then they thought they f- everyone figured that they'd probably go into San Jose and win. Well, the, well let's move on to that one. Uh, that was a bad weekend. Uh, I think it was a that was a that was a back to back, wasn't it? Or was it Anaheim on Friday, Sharks on Saturday?
0: Yeah, it was a f- Saturday because that was the night I was at uh, the Wolves game.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, and then so Minnesota was, was yeah, maybe was on Monday or something. I think.
0: Yeah.
1: So uh, yeah, the shark. And then
0: in in between the two games, we got two feet of snow too. So yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Fucking awesome weekend.
1: Yeah, that was between the sharks and uh, Minnesota game.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was beautiful because, uh, (laughs) fuck. Uh, Of course, on Sunday night, as as the snow starts coming down, my boss tells me uh, he sends an email out saying, "Hey guys, we're just work from home. It's too dangerous to go out there." Well, I have a class that week. And they didn't cancel the class. They didn't postpone the class, which meant I still had to drive up to Schomburg. which meant uh, for me that on Monday and Tuesday it was four-hour round-trip uh, commute, which was not fun at all. Not fun at all.
0: See, I had the uh, complete opposite because Monday no one was at work, so I was able to fly to work in 20 minutes. <laughs> Yeah. So there you go. My round-trip commute time was under 45 minutes. So actually,
1: actually, my uh, my commute on Monday was, because a lot of people didn't go to work, was a lot better than it could have been because the roads were terrible. But, uh, yeah. you know, it, it's still, I was almost two hours there and two hours back to Schaumburg, which is normally, if there's no traffic, I could make it up to Schaumburg in 30 minutes. <sighs> so... Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty brutal. But Tuesday was just idiot drivers. I mean, you know, most of the idiot drivers stayed home on Monday, but all the idiot drivers came out on Tuesday, and they were just cars in ditches. And I watched a woman in an SUV, no less, do a 360 in the middle of uh, Route 53, right by uh, right by Woodfield, just in the middle of the road at two o'clock in the afternoon or not 2 o'clock, it was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, did a 360 in an SUV. How you do a 360 in an SUV that hits four-wheel drive is beyond me. I don't know how you manage that.
0: Well, you'll you'll be surprised, but there was somebody that did that too. Uh, The last two or three snowstorms on Route 83, as I head to Lamont, the home of Scott Darling, every day to work, um, people spinning out left and right. It's like people forgot how to drive almost.
1: I mean, I could get if you know you have a rear wheel drive car car or excuse me, uh jeez, I'm sorry, I was that Red bull, yeah, yeah, I know the red bull. <laughs> I drink a huge red bull and it's uh, not working, <clears throat> but I could understand if you got like a real rear wheel drive car or a front wheel drive car that's kind of bad, but if you've got a four wheel drive s u v and uh you spin out, you're an asshole. <laughs> Truly, you're an asshole. And like I was... I I, I posted this up on uh, Facebook, too. If you have a two-wheel drive pickup in Chicago, you're an asshole. Because two-wheel drive pickups are are pretty much worthless. Does that
0: apply to Jeeps, too?
1: (laughs) You have a two-wheel drive Jeep? Shut the hell up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was too cheap to buy the four-wheel.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, But... (laughs) The pickup trucks are the worst when they're two-wheel drive because they got nothing oh, in the rear end. I saw so many trucks the first snowstorm, you know, two-wheel drive pickup trucks. They couldn't get around corners. They couldn't, you know, get up like slight grades. Like why? Why are you gotta be such an asshole? Anyway, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I drive a 20-something-thousand-pound truck at work, and I can tell you right now, it's no fun when the when it's snowing out because there's no weight on the back wheels. No. And it's just you're slipping and sliding, and then, you know, you're doing 20 and a 40, and people are flying by you giving you the finger. It's like, what the fuck do you want me to do? It's going to yeah. be a lot worse for you if I spin out in the truck.
1: Yeah, no shit. Anyway. The so, side, all right. No, sidetrack. Yeah, sidetrack. hockey. <laughs> yeah you, you mentioned the snowstorm it set me off um, we're back to the, we're back to the San Jose game um san jose uh the Blackhawks went into San Jose and they actually got shut up by a former Blackhawk anti niami. Um, Crawford was a net he saved twenty nine of thirty one He did not have a bad game. It was a ridiculously late game. Uh, uh. Fuck the sharks.
0: Cry me a fucking river. Fuck Sure. That, L- that, that L.A. game started at 9.45 and didn't end until 12.25. Yeah. And then I also had to do the recap right after, so eat shit. <laughs> I don't I, feel your pain.
1: <laughs> I mean, there is no fucking reason why a West Coast game needs to start at 9.30. They need will, to start at 9 at the latest.
0: I will agree with you on that. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's just it's stupid. Um, nine, you know, it... It ended at 12.15. I think it was, was a Saturday night game. So, yeah, that, still, Kings
0: game, that Kings game was a Wednesday night, by the way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's just stupid. I mean, I can barely stay up for that late. I mean, I have to be up at, like, you know, 5 o'clock in the morning. I don't need to be up at, you know, 12.30 at night doing a fucking recap because <laughs> they want to start the game later than, than everyone else. Um, so, fuck the Sharks. Eat shit. <laughs> uh... Tevu, again. His ice time was plummeting in this game. Uh, this was the, uh, you know, one of the returns of John Scott, the big dumb animal. <laughs> uh, he was, you know, running around on the ice like a fucking idiot. Uh, that he is. I'm, I'm so glad he's not here. Uh, the, the the funny side note to this was the the next game. John Scott scored his second game of the, or second goal of the year. And uh, immediately after the goal, he skated. They were playing Calgary, and he skated by the Calgary bench and uh, got into a shouting match with Brandon Bolig, who I think currently has either one or no goals this year.
0: That's something to be proud of, John Scott.
1: (laughs) John Scott is outscoring Brandon Bollig, both of the most recent cement heads in this fucking Blackhawks team.
0: Then again, maybe Scott's saying, Hey, Bola, guess who I just tied in goals? Dave Boland. Oh, ho, ho.
1: <laughs> Which is, that is embarrassing.
0: That's that's why I call John Scott the Jolly Giant Jackass, because that's what he is.
1: Yeah, I call him the Big Slow, but that was my <laughs> nickname for him. The Big Slow. Hey, hey, here comes the <laughs> Big Slow. Um, so, yeah, he's a big fucking idiot. Fuck him. Big dummy. All right useless fucking player. He really is. Um the big highlight of the game uh was the the Taze breakaway. Uh I I think it was shorthanded. Uh <laughs> Taves gets a breakaway. Uh he at first it's Niamh. I think it was uh not Niamh. Uh it was Crawford. Crawford was in that for this one, wasn't he? Yeah he was. No 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 he wasn't. Crawford wasn't in that for this one. Actually it was uh Ronta was in that, because it was the R- Battle of the Antis. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know why I put that in there. Um, but uh, Ronta uh, sent an outlet pass to, to was it Hosa? And then I think Hosa sprung Taze on a breakaway. And uh, Taze came in, uh, Niemi made the save, and then he made a second save, then he made a third save, and then all of his defensemen, then three, of, three defenders come running into the crease and fall on top of him while the puck's still bouncing around. The ref standing in the crease blows it dead. And, uh, for no apparent reason. I really don't know why, but he blew it dead. Uh, he could see the puck. He was standing there looking at the puck. Uh, Taves had a chance. I don't know if he would have scored. He may or may not have scored, but at least he would have had the chance. That chance was taken away from him, so. It was just, it was a shitty game. They looked like shit. Uh, Eh, whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't see this game, so.
1: I think they were looking forward to the Vegas trip, which they always fuck up. Oh,
0: Fuck that fucking Vegas trip.
1: Yeah, they they uh, they, they went to Vegas that next day. Uh, while everyone was dealing with snow in Chicago, the Blackhawks were yucking it up in, in Las Vegas, <clears throat> probably banging hookers.
0: Yeah. Just, just had five days off for the All Star break. Hey, played three games. Let's go to Vegas. For three days. Yeah. Fuck off. Getting a little testy here. Might have to make a run to the fridge for another beer.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, the next Clearly game. Clearly, you're was, getting sidetracked by something.
1: No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, <nah>. um, <clears throat> The next game was uh, the Minnesota game. Uh, this, of course, was another one. This was the second time in, uh, they lost 3 nothing. It was a shutout loss. Uh, This was the second time, or second game in a row, that uh, they were shut out, which was the first time since, in the Taves and Kane era, that they were shut out back-to-back games, which I uh, heard, because I didn't see this stretch in 06, that uh, they were actually shut out for three games in a row at that time, so...
0: It doesn't surprise me based on that roster we went through in the no, summer.
1: No, not at all. Uh, Crawford was a net. He actually had a pretty good game. He saved 40 of 43, including a franchise record for the Wild, who they had 24 shots in the second period. Uh, Blackhawks looked like they had spent the night in, in Vegas. Uh, they looked hungover. They looked tired. They looked uninspired. They just looked like shit. Uh
0: I mean, you could make an argument that this game should have been 8 nothing if it wasn't for Crawford.
1: Yeah, yeah. He played pretty well. Um, Devin Doom got the uh, shutout for the Wild, so that's looking like it turned out to be a pretty decent trade for them to pick him up, which, you know, I guess it's better than what they had, that shit show they had in net. So, um, yeah, I, I put it in the notes, adequate run, blad. I'm not sure how adequate he really was (laughs) because no one was really adequate in that game at all. But um, uh, something that really pissed me off in that game was uh, the Zucker breakaway. There was a breakaway where uh, he gets in behind Duncan Norris trophy and it goes in comes in on a breakaway and beats uh, Crawford uh, with a pretty nice backhand move. And between periods, Jamal Mayer's dumbass blames Ben Smith for not dumping in the puck, uh, deep enough. Uh, when, you know, Duncan Keith clearly was at fault by letting a defender get in behind him. Sure. Maybe Ben Smith could have done a better job, but to really completely blame him for, uh, for that goal is, uh, pretty dog shit. in uh, and, uh, in my mind. So, uh, Jamal Mayers. It doesn't matter what your opinion is. That's what I think of that. Uh, uh, I put, can we get an Amber Alert on Brad Richards? Because he's basically been uh, invisible lately. I think they played pretty good the other night. Uh, more recently, I think, against Winnipeg. But um, before this, he's basically gone into a huge slump. So... Uh, and uh, Marco Scandella uh, had eight shots on net, and he's a defenseman, and that's not good. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, I don't put wanna...
0: that, you put that so perfectly.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. It's stupid. Uh, it was a terrible game. I don't want to harp on it too much. You know, the Blackhawks are going to have bad games. You know, they always seem to have a bad stretch in, you know, January, mid, late January, maybe even early February. <clears throat> there always seems to be, you know, that 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 point where they they lose two, three in a row, or you know they just play bad. And this was that stretch. So, um,
0: yeah, this was, I think, hands down, this was their worst game of the year, though.
1: Yeah, they they played some pretty time. bad ones this year, which is you know usually yeah, that you can't Winnipeg say two.
0: game at home. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty bad.
1: Actually well both Winnipeg games at home
0: <laughs> shockingly not the one that we were in attendance for although that was pretty
1: bad too yeah so speaking of Winnipeg
0: yeah <laughs> nice segue
1: yeah nice segue um, <clears throat> the next game was uh, at Winnipeg uh, I this is the game I was out skate with my son so I didn't get to see a lot of it um, uh, luckily this these these people had an awesome setup they actually had a, a pretty good sized rink in their backyard and uh, outside on their patio they had about a 46 inch flat screen mounted outside on their patio so um, they also had a f- garage with a little changing room and a fireplace so you could go in the garage put your skates on and then walk out to the rink <laughs> it was a pretty damn cool setup It was. Uh,
0: it almost sounds like the house that my brother went to <laughs>
1: Could've been. It was in Oaklawn, so
0: No, I wasn't in Oakland. He's he's out by you almost. Oh, okay. Uh, south or uh west southwest suburb, whatever you want to call that out there. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, out was, by him. I There's actually, one I think out in Brook area that, that's oh, okay. where he was
1: at. Yeah, no, I was uh I was in the Oak Lawn area. Oh. My old my old stomping grounds.
0: In my current stomping grounds.
1: Yeah, exactly. I was actually not you know somewhat down the street from you. But it was a pretty cool setup, and uh, I did get to watch the. Uh, I did get to watch pretty much the third period and the OT, standing outside in my skates. Uh, on their back porch, so. Uh, Crawford was in net, saved twenty of, twenty one. Uh, he had several big stops, which. He's pretty much had the last couple games um, <clears throat> that he's played. Um, this was Gorilla Salad's game back, and, of course, uh, a minute into the game, he's getting into a fight with some fucking cement head on uh, Winnipeg. I think it was Slater or something.
0: Uh, Thorburn, I think the it was. Oh, it
1: was Thorburn, yeah. But then I think Slater wanted to go with him, too. Um, yeah,
0: I, thought, I will say this about Carcello, though, really quick. He was a man and at least fought You know, for the repercussion, or whatever you want to say, for the cross-check that he gave. So I, I will give him that. At least he was a man and did fight. Yeah. Because, you know, we've seen too many guys, you know, chicken out about after laying out a big hit and then won't we'll fight <clears throat> Brooks Orpik.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Running around like a little sissy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, girlside came back, and, of course, he immediately had to fight because of all the shenanigans with him getting suspended, da-da-da-da-da. Um, Kane had a, a, a sick goal, um... Sad had the game winner in OT. Um, Q gets his 300 Blackhawks win. And as you wanted to say, uh, you know,
0: Savard would have got there quicker.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Savard got there quicker. <laughs>
0: yeah, so, again, that, that's, that goes, you know what? Fuck you, Quinville. How do you like it when somebody shits on your parade? Yeah. That was for Nick Letty, as I said in the recap. Yeah. For that healthy scratch last year.
1: Yeah. <clears throat>
0: I'm not a Joe Quinville fan, if anyone's noticed. <laughs>
1: I mean, he's a good coach and everything, but uh, I think yeah, he, it's
0: just I'm, I'm tired of him, though. Yeah, I think he's a little too, too full of and, himself. And, yeah. Yeah. And you're going to. The next point you make right there with Runblad, I don't get it with the whole. Yeah.
1: You know, benching. um, I watched the goal, and I expected much worse. Uh, yeah. I saw the replay of the goal. While he had two defenders on him, he turned the puck over, and uh, it turned into a, ble- a Winnipeg goal. It was not that glaring of a mistake that he deserved to be benched and play, I believe it was three minutes and 20 seconds for the entire game. That's uh, ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, you know, and, and that's when you got, you know, Michael Roosevelt out there. So you're probably giving him extra time. Well, I'm not the biggest supporter of run, I never have been, but... Again, yeah, he but is he's adequate. Coming around. Yeah, he's is adequate. He's okay. He's not a great player, but he's a decent. You know, sixth defenseman.
0: But that's my argument too. Is you mean to tell me that benching him and putting out five defensemen, three of which are NHL caliber defensemen, is better than you know having Runblatt out there? Kiss my ass. There's no way. No, he cannot not. be that. He cannot be that bad. That. You're better off playing five defensemen. And again, no, I, I reiterate, I, yeah. three of them are NHL-caliber defensemen.
1: Well, yeah, and we've seen how many Blackhawks with terrible turnovers.
0: Yeah, the one that Christopher Stegen, Detroit, was the worst one I think I've seen all year. And now he did get benched for but he didn't get benched like this.
1: Well, did you see the turnover that Duncan Keith had last game that led to a breakaway?
0: I think did it was last game. Was it I, I don't
1: remember that. Was against I think it was against, was against the Blues or was it against Coyotes? I think it was against the Coyotes.
0: It had to be against the Blues because I I didn't see, I didn't wake up till like the second period started Sunday morning. So
1: yeah, whatever it was, Duncan Keith turns it over at his own blue line while they're on the power play. He hits his own guy in the skate or something, turns it over at the blue line and basically uh, gives up a breakaway. While Duncan Keith got back, that was a terrible turnover. Yeah, and if if uh, did that you know, he would have been fucking crucified. I I don't know. Yeah, Duncan Key's is a good player, but it doesn't mean you can, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, sit him down and only play him for three minutes and 20 seconds, but Runblad did nothing that bad to deserve to be.
0: And this uh, is where it goes with my whole argument about the coaching and, you know, a guy like Tevu, if you're going to coach somebody like this and punish somebody, you're just... You're killing the confidence of a young player almost. Oh yeah. Runblad had been, like we said, adequate for the last couple of weeks. One turnover, which you could argue really wasn't even his fault, he got nailed from behind in the corner. Yeah. It, it, the puck took a bad bounce, which bad bounces are part of the game, because I've heard that one a, a million times too. But it, it's still, it, I don't think that that was all on Runblad. To and that was enough to warrant a uh, benching for the rest of the game.
1: No, and I mean uh, Michael Roosevelt, Jesus Christ, he's oh, he's done God. that a hundred times this season, and he doesn't get benched. But but Runblad does get benched. I mean, it just it it, it made no fucking sense to me, and, and I'm with you on that one. And the cheer of the anthem guys were a little easier on it. They said, "Oh, you know, you, it was on Runblad. Well, okay, he technically <laughs> turned it over, but yeah. he did. He you know, it's not like he. It's not like he was on his forehand and he was wide open and he put it on someone's stick blade that's not what happened at all yeah. it, he was yeah. you know he had his he had his back you know he, he was facing the boards, two defenders you know he was double teamed, and the puck squirted out to someone and I, you know, that can happen to anyone anyone so uh, i don't know uh, Joel quenville this is, this is going to be my new favorite joel quenville uh sound clip
0: you dumb son of a bitch
1: that is going to be for Joel Quenville every time he does something stupid like that so anyway i don't want to <laughs> whatever um, and then i closed up the winnipeg uh, with, you know the winnipeg win uh, notes with uh, you know when does tavu get sent back to rockford or will be nordstrom but i really honestly think it should be Tevu if they're not going to play him it just depends on what their intentions are Uh, to do with him. You know, if they're going to use him as a rotating forward, then send him back to Rockford. If they're going to actually keep him in the lineup and let him play, well, then, okay, fine. Then send Nordstrom back. But it just, you know, and use, like, you know, uh, Carcillo as a rotating forward or something. But, oh, my God. Just just as I say this, Dustin Bufflin's fat ass comes up on my screen. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, I'm stuck with an NBA game on right now, so... You
1: know what? Oh, you mean you I, don't have the NHL network?
0: <laughs> hey, you know what? There is one of our loyal listeners who's in the same boat as me. So, yeah. there you go.
1: Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I don't go away from Comcast cuz I I don't know if I could live without the NHL network.
0: Yeah, well, I got one of my last arguments I got in with AT&T. They told me they're like, "Well, you know, we don't have an agreement with the NHL on on Uverse, but if you tried AT&T Direct TV, like, Why would I try another a t and t product and you're meeting to tell me that the n h l network is on a t and t direct t v but not a t and t uverse that makes no fucking sense to me
1: no, you, you should have an agree you whether it's yeah. a roundabout agreement or or a direct yeah. agreement you have some sort of agreement
0: and i wouldn't but based on how shitty my service is now, why do you think I would switch to a t and t direct t v yeah if I switch it's going to be to a different company
1: speaking of bad service you're going to hear uh when when this is replayed back you are going to hear that you do cut out a couple times
0: yeah i you've been cut out a lot on me so
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: if if we get choppy that that's why
1: yeah so okay, back back to be. Uh, we always seem to come around to, to bashing Comcast or bashing ATT <laughs> or bashing Epics or whatever. I was
0: just gonna say, uh, by the way, the uh, second episode of the Road to the Stadium <laughs> series is on right now.
1: And I and as I predicted last time around, I am not gonna watch it, and I haven't even I haven't even got the urge to watch it. So,
0: well, it, I'll tell you right now, folks. I do listen to uh, an LA Kings podcast, All the Kingsmen. And they actually did a really nice breakdown of the uh, the first episode of that. So listen to it; it's pretty good.
1: Yeah. Oh, cool! Cool. Did you see today uh, they they uh, released the uh, pictures of uh, Auntie Dami's mask for the? Uh, I did see that. That was pretty cool.
0: Badass, yeah. yeah. I mean, I like it, those masks. I've seen Quick had one before, and Carrie Price had one. I like those uh, old style look, looks like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. Um. So that wraps up the uh, the Jets game. Uh, we're
0: almost there, man. Oh
1: man, yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking of getting sidetracked, this is probably where we're going to get sidetracked between this game and the next game. These last two games.
0: This well, I wasn't sleep for half of this game. So yeah, well, <laughs> had, a long, had a long night Saturday night. You know.
1: Yeah. Um. The uh, which was this was Sunday, early Sunday morning.
0: So, yeah, reiterate Sunday morning so I don't sound like a bum, you
1: know. Oh, you are a bum, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not because of this. Um, speaking of bums, I want to give a little shout out to my buddy Bill Beck because he is a bum, uh, <laughs> literally. Um, <laughs> and and because he is from St. Louis, but he is a Blackhawks fan from St. Louis, so I'll give him that. I'll give him at least that much credit. The little fucking leprechaun. But um. <laughs> The uh, yeah, I, I actually kind of like these early Sunday games because it gets them out of the way. I get the recap done and I still get the whole day ahead of me, so I kind of like these games. But um, Blackhawks basically went into uh, St. Louis and uh, put a decent whooping on the Blues, uh, 4 2. Uh, Crawford was in net, uh, he saved 25. Of 27, uh, again, this is the second game in a row where he's had several big stops. Uh, he was kind of hung out to dry a couple times, and uh, he kept the Hawks in it. Uh, goals were uh, by Kruger. Hosa had a couple of goals, which uh, you'll see in the next game. He actually had both Hawks' goals in the game following game, so he's got four goals in two games. And uh, Bickle had a goal as well. Um,
0: what? Bickle had a
1: goal? Yeah. Yeah, Brian Bickle. And huh. it, wasn't on a, it wasn't on some... Uh, eight-year-old kid's backyard rink, either.
0: Oh, that was off an uh, adequate Runblad shot, wasn't it? I, <laughs> I think, think that's it w- about the time I woke up.
1: I think it was, yeah.
0: What a time to wake up.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it, you just sensed it. It was like the force.
0: I'm just, I'm praying that Pro Jersey gets Runblad shirts in. Oh I my. will be buying one.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you you want to start talking about jerseys. Let's bring up jerseys before we get too far <laughs> into this Blues game. Um... <laughs> Oh boy! The same day, the uh, I, I was kind of taking a roundabout way home um, on Friday from Schaumburg, so I stopped at a Jerry's Hockey Warehouse in Schaumburg just to do some window shopping, and I found that Scott Darling shirt. And, <laughs> and if, if, if it wasn't if it wasn't twenty eight dollars, I would have bought it. But <laughs> I'm not spending twenty eight dollars on a fucking Scott Darling shirt. I'm just I refuse to do it right now.
0: What about for our puck Hostel promo picture of us in front of the Le sign? <laughs> uh, you,
1: you may you may have gotten me there. Uh, I, yeah. Um, so I, I saw that. Um, I actually saw they had some pretty cool uh, Rockford Ice Hogs gear. I almost bought. It was a little expensive for my taste. It was like a, I think it was a hoodie. It was really cool looking, but um, I think it was like fifty bucks, and I didn't want to spend fifty bucks on a Rockford Ice Hogs hoodie. So then I decided to, to kind of jog around a little bit and uh, I, I stopped at um, Play It Against Sports in uh, Schaumburg. And uh, they have a rack of like uh, used jerseys. And there had to be a dozen Chinese knockoff jerseys. One of them was a Brian Bickle knockoff jersey. I didn't even look at the price on it. But it makes me wonder what... Played against Sports paid for that jersey. Because it literally is like a $20 jersey that was bought from the Chinese knockoff company. So if they paid any more than 5 bucks for that jersey, they're out of their fucking mind.
0: And the worst part is this, if you go by the one in Oak Lawn on 95th Street, yeah. they have them all up in their window.
1: The knockoffs? Oh, yeah. Oh.
0: And they even got the Bears ones, too. And the Bears orange jersey, which is, you know, I'm not a huge Bears fan, but... I like that orange jersey a lot. It's like a a highlighter orange. It's horrendously the wrong color, and yeah. I, I just you could spot it from a mile away that yeah. it's a fake.
1: Well, there's there's three things, and, and you know, we're getting sidetracked. Go figure. <laughs> there's, there's there's three big things to spot, and I and, and I'm not going to say I'm better than anyone because I have a couple of Chinese knockoff jerseys.
0: So do I. Yeah, it's... but I don't
1: wear them out anymore. <laughs> I don't wear them out anywhere. My idea was I was going to buy a couple of cheap knockoff jerseys, maybe get them signed and hang them up or something like that someday. But I don't wear them. I actually have a, a nice jersey that John from uh, John from Black and Tan got me, which is a nice authentic jersey. You know, it cost me a pretty penny, but it's one of my prized possessions. So, but um, the, there's there's some telltale signs, and the first thing, that, you know, the first thing you can notice is that. The Indian head on the front is this weird, sickening color of brown that looks nothing like and it's and it's it's on some weird shiny material. That looks like it could it's be also, a stadium series jersey.
0: It's also significantly smaller than yeah. Um, the what you call it. That's the, the first re- thing you notice. can notice. guess the second one.
1: If you don't notice that are you still there?
0: Hey, oh yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm, I thought, I'm, I, waiting, I'm waiting. with suspense. If you can't, no. Speak no right it thing. sounded
1: like you dropped on the call. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, the the second thing, which is the even bigger telltale sign, is if you look at the cross tomahawks on the shoulder, the C looks like it was smashed.
0: I'm shaking my head. Totally agree. That's the first thing
1: I That is the biggest telltale sign of a Chinese knockoff jersey. And this goes out to the Chinese knockoff jersey guy from the last shoutcast. Because (laughs) this is the first thing I noticed when I walked up was the sea is supposed to be more of a flat sea, kind of like a bears kind of sea. Um, It is considerably smashed. Uh, so that's uh, that that is the second thing and then and then basically just the colors are way off the the red colors are off, so those are three telltale signs don't don't do it <laughs> don't do it you know uh it it's tempting and like I said, I own a couple but i uh, they're for other reasons they're not to wear they would maybe be to, to play in or you know, just get signed and hang on the wall. But I don't wear them out. You know, it, it, it makes you look like an amateur when you do it. So,
0: well, just do what I do and wear, buy the knockoffs of the hideous jerseys that you see from the past, and then show up to an ugly Christmas
1: sweater party wearing it. No, yeah, there you go. There you, you go. Could, you could yeah. do that. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense.
0: I but, also I got a couple though of like ones I knew I wasn't going to find somewhere that I just thought were cool. And I've always been... Mika Kipersoff was one of my, you know, favorite non-Blackhawk players for some stupid reason. I can't give you a good reason why. But, you know, I I saw the Heritage Classic one. I'm like, I sure as hell know I can't find that somewhere. So that's one of my knockoffs that I own. I'm not proud of it, but...
1: You know. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, because no one is going to go out and... I mean, if it wasn't for Chinese knockoffs you weren't going to go out and buy that jersey. Exactly. So it's not like you're taking money out of the NHL's pocket with that thing. You're, you're just buying it because it was cheap, and why not? You know, it's one of and those things. It's
0: also things. an awesomely ugly jersey. Yeah.
1: It, it's not like, you know, if you were to go out and buy, like, a Chinese knockoff Blackhawks jersey, that's another story. Because you would go, if there weren't Chinese knockoff jerseys, you would go out and buy a you know Blackhawks jersey. You know, it, yep. it, there's there's a difference in that. You know, you're actually taking money out of the, well, whatever. The, the the NHL makes a shit ton of money anyway, so I'm not worried about that. But it's just, you know, the principle of it. So, um, anyway, talk about getting sidetracked. Jesus <laughs> Christ.
0: I know. I had a point I wanted to make about something. I completely forgot about it. Yeah,
1: about. well, yeah. The Chinese knockoff jerseys, that's, uh, yeah.
0: It's not helping me that I got an NBA game on right now. Talk about mind Dulling, boring. Holy shit!
1: No, I'm watching the 400th replay of the Toronto New York Rangers highlights on uh, the NHL Network.
0: Still, be more interesting than this.
1: Oh yeah, it would be. You know, I've watched this Morgan Riley goal at least a dozen. Excuse me, at least a dozen times. But um, so anyway, back to the St. Louis game. Um, Yeah, coming back around again. Uh, this is a. Ryan Reeves. Speaking of big dumb animals, <laughs> what a fucking dickhead this guy is! This guy is just a complete stupid ass. He he's got he doesn't have a brain in his fucking head. He uh, he gets mad because someone hit him, and then he goes to try and trip Tavu, which is the smallest guy in the fucking team. And he trips Tavu. Tavu falls down and kicks Ryan Reeves in the mouth and knocks his teeth out, which couldn't happen to a, a more stupid ass person. So, good for you. He, he deserved to have his teeth fucking kicked out for that, for just being an idiot. Because he is. He's fucking worthless. Him and John Scott, worthless pieces of shit. So, good for him. And his fucking, like I mentioned, we mentioned earlier about the missing teeth.
0: I put mine back in, by the way.
1: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um...
0: Please include that in the description. Pat plays with teeth, <laughs> dirty and <fire.
1: laughs> Pat's teeth, yeah. yeah. Um, they so
0: are fake too. That's not a. That's a real thing. They are yeah. fake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <coughs> this night's never going to end.
0: Thirty five hundred dollars later.
1: Oh yeah yeah um. So, uh, Gorilla Cell and Steve the Pirate, Steve Ott. Um,
0: this wasn't a fight. This was a chicken shit move by Steve Ott. Yeah, he, he undid his chin strap knowing that the linesmen were going to jump in. Yeah. It's a chicken shit play by him. Yeah, I caught it right away.
1: Yeah, as soon as he as soon as he grabbed the chin strap, that's the first thing I thought of is, oh man, he's going to get a penalty for that. Yeah, but he didn't. He never pulled the helmet off. I thought he was going to pull the helmet off, but as soon as he went for the chin strap. You I, saw
0: it. The linesman went right after to break yeah, it up. Yeah. Thank you, concussion lawsuits.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Bomb.
0: Oh, sorry, that was boring of all the people. <laughs> hey. Steve it chicken- doesn't matter what your opinion is. Steve Ott chickening out. Oh, no, that was, yeah. <laughs> Chinese knockoff Jersey talk is okay for five minutes, but God forbid I bring up the second point about Steve <laughs> Ott being a douchebag. Yeah. I'll be completely honest with you. I don't give a damn about none of (laughs)
1: you. These are all shouts out to my boy Will Hopper because he's one of the biggest wrestling fans I know. And while I don't like wrestling nowadays, the old school, early 2000s, like late 1990s, WWE uh, and uh, WCW was some of the best shit ever. Uh
0: I think every male will agree with you on that. Yeah,
1: uh, it's, yeah. And if, and, and this is one of the clips that I pulled for Steve Ott. Show some guts, you yellow bastard! There you go. That was for Steve Ott. Um, <laughs> but, uh, speaking of Gorilla Salad, uh, the, uh, he, uh, he, he comes out in the first shift and completely, uh, blows his fucking coverage. Leaves the zone early, uh, which then gets picked off at the blue line and turns, you know, turns back around and ends up being you know, a pretty good quality chance for the Blues. They point this out, and the very next shift he comes out, he's the one who um, turns the puck over to Kruger, who uh, comes up the ice and uh, ends up beating uh, Elliot for the first goal of the game. So he ends up getting rewarded the very next shift for after after playing a complete dickhead in the first shift. And gets rewarded with an assist, which just fucking infuriates me that he gets rewarded for anything at all. So, yeah, that's my little gorilla salad rant. Uh, whatever, I know we're going to have to deal with him, so I'm just tired of bitching about him.
0: Just wait till Stan Bowman says him for the fourth time.
1: Oh, God, if that happens, oh, my, literally my head just started to pound when you said that. I <laughs> my head, my head is in my hands because I don't want that very likely could happen. It's likely.
0: So... I think it already did under the table.
1: Yes. Oh my god! Oh, speaking of Yakubov, he didn't assist tonight. Just thought I'd bring that up.
0: Wow! <laughs> an hour and a half ago, we talked about Nail Yakubov
1: <laughs> coming back around again. Uh. So anyway, that's that. Uh, yeah. Run, Blad again uh, after he was benched in the Jets game. Um, you know, his his time is his ice time is still down. I don't know if I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I don't know if, you know, if Quenville is gonna if he's going to get back in the good graces and out of the fucking Quenville doghouse, or if he's going to just uh, be persona non grata.
0: Adequate run blad sounds a lot better than serviceable run blad. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know. Adequate run blad, maybe. It was nice to hear uh, CT uh, send out an adequate run blad on the uh, shout or the podcast uh, two weeks ago. So shout out yeah, to you
0: know? CT. <laughs> um. what, what about this, though? Next year, could we be talking about adequate Ericsson?
1: Oh I, I highly doubt that because I, I, I am I have to apologize to Jim from Chair of the Anthem saying that uh Erickson was a complete fucking bust because he is a complete fucking bust. So Jim, you were right. Uh we all, Yeah.
0: I think we all owe Jim.
1: Yeah, we, owe him we all owe an apology for that one, yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: uh so um this uh, this game actually was going to be the start of the uh, the home the homestand is actually going to be the next game with uh, the Coyotes. Um, Tevu was looking all right. We talked about the rush uh, earlier that he had in the game. He kind of let a three on two, kind of let the uh, the wingers drive the net, kind of let some chaos get created in front of the net, and had a nice play. Uh, he still didn't score, but he's playing all right. He's he's doing okay. Yeah, it, 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 there could be a lot worse. <laughs> Um, the, uh, the one thing that I brought up and, uh, which I thought was completely fucking stupid in the pregame, uh, the, the guys in the pregame, which was Sopal and I forgot the other guy's name. uh, but they said that they were going to pull some question or pull some questions off of Twitter and Facebook, which, you know, right there was going to be a mistake because if you've ever uh, if you've ever looked at the Blackhawks Facebook account that uh, that's on Twitter that uh, the guys from Hockey Night run where they just post uh, various comments from the Blackhawks Twitter page on uh, Facebook or on Twitter uh, you'll know what fucking idiots those people are and uh, first question they pull. Is this is this is the exact wording of the fucking question which just set me off at fucking eleven thirty in the morning? Why do the Blackhawks stick with Crawford? He stinks. That was the question that they put up there. Now uh, Sopel danced around it by by saying that you know I don't think Crawford's bad at all, and you know he should that should be the answer because Crawford is not bad. He's not great, but he's not bad, and he doesn't stink. And he, he's held his own the last couple of games. And uh, to pull that fucking stupid meatball question was just dumb. Uh, I I don't – I put that up there, and James Niveau, who actually works for NBC, and he runs the Madhouse Enforcer, he replied with, well, you could re- – you're more than welcome to, to uh, submit a question next week. So I don't know if that means that he actually pulled that question from the Facebook page or if he was just being sarcastic. But um, if he did, he, that was the ultimate troll job right there. I I do like James <laughs> Novo. I actually met him at uh, the Hockey Night podcast uh, that they did live, and he's actually really cool. I, I like James Novo, so I thought that was pretty pretty comical. It kind of while I was steaming, that actually got a little bit of a laugh out of me. So,
0: and I, I got to tell you right now, though, with a gem question like that, you're making me reconsider sleeping until twelve thirty one o'clock on Yeah, Sundays, no,
1: no, kidding. <laughs> no kidding, no kidding. And, and not only that, but you have to watch Brent Sulple. Doing the, uh, doing well, he's the got analysis. Boy, he's
0: got the face for a cover of a Chicago Wolves magazine, doesn't
1: he? <laughs> he's got... He, <laughs> my God, he's got the face for something. Because, man... Uh. Although someone did bring up, and, and it is a good question, while I don't think the Wolves care much because they're still getting press out of it, but Brent Sopel is signed to a contract for the Chicago Wolves, who is the minor league team of the St. Louis Blues... But he's on a Blackhawks. Po- he's on a Blackhawks broadcast doing analysis for the Blackhawks. How does that make any fucking sense? I don't
0: I told- know. But speaking of local media, the other day, uh, Channel Seven had interviews with all four 2010 Stanley Cup champion members of the t- Blackhawks that are on the Wolves. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh my! <laughs> Eager looks ridiculous with that grotesque mullet he's got going on. Yeah. <laughs> And then Colin Frazier talking about it. He was like, oh, you know, when I you know, when I wa- knew I was going to probably have to play in the AHL, I was going to come to Chicago. No shit. We all knew you we weren't going to play for the Blues. It's like it was asking the stupidest fucking questions you could ever ask. It's all Captain Obvious stuff.
1: Yeah. Thanks for another stunning report, Captain Obvious, right?
0: Yeah. And then Burrish talking about how he misses all the guys. It's like, oh, well, that's great. We don't miss you. <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's the cue. Moving along. I
1: <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm sorry. I was checking Twitter. I just yeah. want to make sure nothing happened. I want to make sure my Twitter updated, and nothing happens that we miss, and you know, like Tevu getting sent down or something like that. Which yeah, is probably right gonna now hap- would
0: be the time.
1: <laughs> it, yeah, it's probably going to be like thirty seconds after we d- we decide to stop recording. And if that, well, I swear to fucking God, if that happens, I'm going. I'm going to start recording again, just so I can come back and 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 uh, talk about it. So your move, Chicago Blackhawks. (laughs) Um, And then uh, we'll wrap up this blues, uh, the blues recap uh, with um, this funny little thing that came up and you, you you don't get to see all the fun that happens during the days on Twitter, but um, someone uh, basically the cheer, the anthem guys found this guy. His Twitter account is at, STL Blues fifth line. Uh, I don't know if he's a blogger. I don't know what the fuck he is, but he's obviously a goddamn idiot. Um,
0: sounds like an all-around tool. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, he's from St. Louis. He writes about the Blues. I mean, that that's if that doesn't make you a tool all in the first place. But um, basically, his uh, his comment was: Any Hawks fans come down running their mouth, you will get your you will get knocked the fuck out. Just warning you. Um, and that blew up all over the internet because the ass hurt that was coming from blues fans after the Blackhawks won was just fucking savory. It was savory watching blues fans just fucking melt down after losing to the Blackhawks. It's, there's, it's, it's, it's like as good as like that, those Vancouver games back in the day when the Blackhawks used to just be able to troll them. Just beat them and watch Vancouver fans just melt down. There's only there's only really two. I mean, there there really is only two uh, fan bases that that melt down like that when the Black Ice beat them. And it was it was the Canucks and it was uh, the Blues, and it was just completely savory to watch them do this. Well, it just it got out of control. It just going back and forth and back and forth, and then of course um, he made some kind of. Terrible reference to Ferguson protesters, oh, God, which was just the dumbest thing. Oh, I, I, but he said something. I don't know. He said something, and uh, and I and I said something about him drinking out of a toilet, <laughs> and I posted a picture of a dog drinking out of the toilet, and uh. he, and he said something like, "No, that's Ferguson protesters. That's why they have their hands up," which was just like. <sighs> God. Ouch! It was like, oh, that was just. That, that's
0: I probably worse than the Danny Heatley car joke. Yeah,
1: uh, uh, Slacky like posted it up, like, and he's like, Jesus, St. Louis fans, like, and, and I said, I felt dirty being, you know, indirectly starring in that. That it was even, you know, that I was even mentioned, you know, because he was replying to me. It was just that was just low class. It was just super. Ugh. You know the, not only that, but it's his own city. It's not like we were making comment. You know, it, you you think you know, the big bad Blackhawks fans that suck and are low class would be making Ferguson jokes, but we're not even. I'm not even going to go down that. I don't even want to talk about that. Well, leave that the alone. I,
0: the ironic part is. I just signed into Facebook on uh, my phone yeah. and for some reason, like it gives me stories like from a day old and <laughs> your post actually just came up about this. Wow. Just wow. Keep it classy St. Louis. And it was a picture of that tweet yeah. by the blues fan. I was like, what are the chances of that happening? That's like the second story on the, the Facebook thing that popped up. Yeah. Was that was, that just... was your response. Yep.
1: Yeah. There's uh I, I respect a lot of I got nothing enemies. to add to that. Not yeah.
0: one of the you know, one of those too soon kind of guy jokes, but that's yeah, that's touchy right there.
1: Yeah, I don't know. And and to to talk about your own your own city like that. <laughs> exactly. Ugh, that's just fucking that is just shitty. So anyway, that's uh Ugh, it's Louis too blues. much
0: time spent on the blues. Yeah, man. yeah,
1: yeah. It, it,
0: Although I did watch. If you want more amusement, just watch Brent Seabrook destroy David Backus from last year. It's absolutely hilarious, especially <laughs> when you watch it on a continuous loop. Yeah, and the best part is, is Dave Strader freaks out because Backus is out cold. Ugh, oh, it's priceless.
1: Yeah, it, and that was the, that was what this guy was saying. He's saying uh, someone in in one of these. Uh, conversations mentioned the wakey wakey thing, which I stay away from that because um, I don't want to go there. But um, he was calling uh, Chicago fans classless because it, they brought that up. But he's talking about, you know, yeah. <laughs> something much more insulting and uh, questionable. Yeah. That doesn't even relate to hockey whatsoever. So, whatever. The guy, apparently, from what I remember reading, the guy's only, like, 20 years old or something. So, obviously, he's a fucking dummy. So, STL Blues Fifth Liner. Um, yeah.
0: You dumb don't son even of a where bitch. To go.
1: Yeah. That's about it. Yeah.
0: What the hell is supposed to do, you moron?
1: Yeah. It's for you. So, uh, now we... Come to the apex of this, uh, <laughs> this showcase, <laughs> which was uh, the game last night uh, against Arizona. Everyone thought that the Blackhawks were going to come in. This is their home, uh, their home stand, the start of an eight-game home stand, which is like what three weeks long. Um, against the Coyotes, which are, uh, sorry, I'm sorry, which are one of the worst teams in the NHL. So what? You know, Blackhawks are going to come in. After being the the mighty St. Louis Blues in St. Louis, and they're going to come in and they're going to curb stomp uh, Arizona six to one again, right right? <laughs> Not so much. Um, the Blackhawks had anti-Ro uh net uh, they uh, he saved 27 of 29, uh, but he was he only saved one of three in the shootout. Uh, he still deserved the win though. Um, <clears throat> the hosts had both Blackhawks goals um, from the get go. I said that it was a sloppy game. It really was. The puck was bouncing everywhere. The ice was clearly bad. The Blackhawks couldn't connect on any passes because the puck was bouncing. Neither team could really connect on any passes because the puck was bouncing everywhere. Um, it was just it was a sloppy game.
0: I actually got uh, inside information before the game started because uh, Dog Pound's uncle actually works down at the United Center, yeah. and he had told him what kind of hell they had to go through overnight to try and get the ice ready for that game. And then they documented it well, Foley did, during the Yeah, box.
1: yeah, I was going to say, they did mention that yeah. uh, because of the ice show, they laid down an extra layer of paint to obscure the lines. And uh, what they had to do is they had to shave the ice down to get rid of that white, that layer of white so that they could see the actual lines for the game and then they had to uh, then they had to reflood the rink which i'm sure was hell so yeah. it completely makes sense to why the ice was so shitty
0: yep
1: um i'm not going to blame that you know the game on i'm not going to blame the game losing the game on that but
0: no no um
1: just worth noting you know it was because it, it was bad for both teams it's not like it was you know an advantage for either team but it was worth noting for sure uh, the and, and you did mention uh, to me in a text yesterday that overall the majority, the, the game was boring as hell. Which for oh. the most part it was until the end of the game. It was pretty fucking boring.
0: Yeah, that was very bad.
1: Um, you know, a noted diver and douche, uh, Mike Smith, actually had a pretty good game. Uh, he saved 36 of 38. Uh, and he saved 2 of 3 in the shootout. Even though uh Patrick Kane kinda clowned him real well. Uh it kind of all went for nothing because uh Blackhawks lost in the shootout. Uh Kane got called for a pretty bad penalty. Now, this is where I'm gonna this is where the rant's gonna begin. Um because well, let me finish by describing. Kane took a bad penalty. It's a 50-50 penalty. It was only his second of the year. But you know what? As I said to someone else, do you think this is only the second time all year that Patrick Kane has actually earned a penalty? And the answer is no, because there are plenty of times when he probably earned a penalty and just didn't get called for it. So if you think that Patrick Kane goes through a whole season and only earned four penalty minutes, you're stupid. You're just dumb. So, but um, he got a penalty – which turned into an Arizona power play goal which put them I think it put them up at the time. Yep, 2 to a, 1. I yeah, it put them up 2 to 1. The Blackhawks ended up having to come back and tie the game. Um Kane's uh Kane almost uh you know, made up for it with a uh shootout goal, but um no one else in the shootout could score. It was questionable that um Patrick Sharp was the third shooter. Um uh, you know, with with Jose being the hot hand, you may have wanted to go with him, but uh, you know it's a judgment call, I guess. You know, it's like uh, you know passing the ball on the one yard line in the Super Bowl with uh, you know under thirty seconds to go.
0: Oh God, you had to go there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the same thing. You could, you know, if if uh, if that ball isn't intercepted, then he, then they're heroes. But because the ball's intercepted, all of a sudden he's the most fucking ridiculed guy. In the entire sports world, so <laughs> same same kind of thing here. If Sharp scores, no one ever mentions it. You know, no one ever says anything.
0: Quinville so. blew this game. Yeah, no, that's just me being a Quinville hater. That's
1: all. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why not? And <laughs> not too the,
0: negative for everybody. That's all. Well,
1: this is negative. <laughs> actually, <laughs> ne- actually, we're we're not really negative here. But no. We all agree on this last point, this very last point. This is how we're going to wrap the shoutcast up. <laughs> in overtime, in the waning minutes, first of all, was the Blackhawks pretty much handed the game over to Oliver, Oliver, Oliver Ekman Larson, I think. Or no, no, it was Keith Yandel. Keith Yandel. The, Yeah. They basically hand him the puck at the Blackhawks' blue line. He comes in on an uncontested breakaway. Ronta makes the save. Puck comes all the way back down the other end. You think, oh, this is where it's going to happen, right? Uh, who was involved? It was Andrew Shaw, I believe. Shaw, yeah, yeah, Andrew Shaw takes a bad angle shot, goes off of Mike Smith, pops up in the air, and starts heading towards the net. It bounces in the, gre- in the crease and starts to go over the goal line. Whole lot of chaos happens. Mike Smith swats the puck out of the crease. Maybe some of his players were in the crease helping smack it out of the crease. It gets smacked out of the crease. All fucking hell breaks loose. The refs waving a no goal. Uh, Pat Foley's having a fucking aneurysm. Uh, it's just mass craziness. Well, then the puck comes out again. Brandon Saad takes a shot. It goes solidly off the crossbar. But, of course, Pat Foley, because he's having an aneurysm on national TV, um, he's uh, screaming even more, well, we're going to get a replay on all this. Uh the replay showed that that Sads goal or Sod's uh shot definitely solidly went off the the uh, crossbar. But the um the goal in question was the first one that uh that Shaw shot went up over Smith and started to head towards the net. The puck never completely crosses the goal line. The NHL rule is, and I don't care if you agree or disagree, the fucking rule.
0: I got the rule book here, too, yeah, if you want
1: to see. The say. rule is that, you know, and I saw all kinds of people say all kinds of stupid shit, and there's going to be a lot of it after this. The rule is that the puck, the entire puck, has to, cur- has to completely cross the red goal line. And the, there is no view that was given where the puck had completely crossed the goal line. Now, that said, that's partly because Smith's stick and his glove and and all kinds of stuff obscured being able to see the overhead view. We all know that theoretically the puck probably did cross the line completely, but you can never see it. Part of the video replay rule is you have to have inconclusive video evidence saying the puck was in the net. There is not a single fucking view that I have seen now in over twenty four hours that shows me that that puck. I even drew up. I, I drew up the screenshot that was taken directly from one of the views that was. Um, used by, uh, whether it's NBCSN or whoever it was used by CSN, where you could see the actual goal line. And I actually drew in the goal line, redrew in the goal line, so you could see that the puck had not completely crossed over. People were saying, well, I see white. And I see. No, you're not. You're seeing... what You're, you're seeing, seeing you're Is seeing it, snow. Yeah, you're seeing snow. You're seeing, you know, you're making things up. You're seeing ghosts. Because it's not there. It's not completely crossed the goal line. Now... I could be. We could all be Homer, Homer fans and bitch and moan that the refs stole the game from them, but that's not the case. The refs got the call right. You pointed it out in your recap, just like I was. Point, I argued with people on Twitter till damn near twelve thirty last night.
0: It was twelve thirty. Yeah, I woke up at
1: twelve thirty and saw it. Just, I mean, and anyone with half a brain, anyone whose like opinion that I that I would respect, all completely agreed. We all said that, that there's no view that shows it. But you got the, some of the goofiest people coming out and oh well this and, and the, someone sends me some screenshot of some fucking angle from a camera that was shot a hundred feet away from where the, the actual play happened. So it, it it's like a you know it's like a optical illusion. That makes it look like the puck's in the net. It makes it look like the puck was 8 inches into the net. Which, that never happened. The puck was maybe an inch and a half into the net. But it was not 6 inches or 8 inches into the net. Ever. It never happened. So, you know. But people going on and on and on. Oh, I see white. And I see this. And I see that. No one. See, you're just being a, a stupid fucking meatball. Fucking meathead. You are a meathead. Yeah, a meathead. <laughs> dead from the neck up. That is exactly what, you know, half these fucking people were doing. And it just, you couldn't tell them otherwise. You could show them, you could draw it with a crayon. No one, no one fucking wanted to listen. And it's, you know, Greg Boyson from, you know, let's go net. me and him, back, we were just, I, I, you know, we weren't like corresponding directly, but we were both fighting the same fight. And I, I can I can definitely envisioned that him and I both were just, like, shaking our heads, like, guys, let it go. It's, you know, they made the right call. Give them credit for once.
0: I said it on Twitter, and I'll say it again. We shit on the referees all the time, and now they make the correct call, and now you're bitching a Mona because the call isn't what you want it to be. Right. And that's the whole argument that everybody has for replay. We want to get the call correct. Well, the call all the credit in the world goes to, I believe it was TJ Luxmore was the referee who made the call on the ice last night. Yeah. He deserves all the credit in the world for A, making that call, and then B, being in the correct position, too, to make that call. Yeah. And then to, he deserves all the credit in the world. And I come from a family, my, my old man's going to appreciate this part, because we're back in referees, and he's in a, a a referee at basketball, but... You know, All the credit in the world to, to that referee last night for making that call and making the correct call in the heat of the moment. Yeah. And then Toronto for getting it correct, too.
1: Yeah. And, you know, everyone's like, well, it should be you know, breaking the plane. Well, you can't. Sh- it's not the rule.
0: No. And, it- it's, and the whole reason that rule has been changed is because there was a shootout a few years ago between, I believe it was Calgary and Vancouver, where Alex Tangay shot the puck. And it was in Luongo's pads, and Luongo slid into the net. The linesman came over and grabbed the puck out of Luongo's pads, and they called it a goal, but you never saw where the puck was. And then ever since then, it's been changed to where you need conclusive evidence that puck crossed the line. And that's what I always point to now. Does yeah, that well, play in Vancouver changed everything you look about replay. You can't assume that the puck crossed the line anymore.
1: No, there's no and assumption. It has to be...
0: And everybody was assuming that that puck crossed the line yeah. last night. And, and I even brought it up to you before we started recording tonight. That one angle, the first angle we saw, I, I was screaming out, goal, easy, you know, not even close. But the problem was when you saw it on that original angle, that puck was on a 45-degree angle. So when they went to the goal cam and you saw the puck was on an angle on edge, that puck, if you laid it flat, it would have been still on the goal line. It was the correct call. The whole way. Yeah. No, I have no problem with that.
1: I don't either. You know, I don't so, like to see the Blackhawks lose. I mean, so I have no, no fucking dog in that fight. I mean, if anything, you know, yeah, my dog in the fight is, is to say the refs screwed us. But that was not the case. And this, uh,
0: it, it was, I was in the same boat with you. I was just, oh, I was driving home last night. You know, I'm like, I'm writing a recap in my head. I'm like, well, I can't wait, you know, use it all on this one play. But, oh, it was just infuriating to see. Some of the people in denial over right.
1: this. Yeah, and and like like I said, the one guy says, "Well, it sh- it should be when they break the plane like football." That's not the case. This being goalies, you know, Ugh. goalies know the rules on goals. You know, you know where the puck can be and where it can't be, and the puck has to completely cross the red line. And actually, uh, a friend of mine who is uh, an actual official, uh, he was uh, he, uh, I think, it's Jay Zab on uh, Twitter, but uh, he was on Facebook saying, you know, the same thing. It's, while we all we all know, theoretically, that the puck went over the line, you cannot see it. Yeah. So you cannot call the goal. And uh, it, the, the puck has to be entirely over the red line. It's none of this breaking the plane bullshit.
0: And that was last week, too. Um, I believe it was last Thursday, or the, the Thursday, I think it was, um, that re-recorded uh, the last shoutcast, when the canadians and rangers were playing mm-hmm. there was a play in that game that was under review where uh lundquist made the save and his skate was actually behind the goal line now all replays looked like because where the puck hit the toe of the the pad and then rode the skate mm-hmm. it looked like that puck went com- completely across the line but they think they called it no goal because a the puck was going too fast when you when you broke it down so he couldn't there's not conclusive evidence, and that's what people need to realize. You need to visually see the puck cross the line. You can't just assume, oh, well, it went so fast that it did cross the line. Right. It doesn't work that way. Yeah,
1: you, there can be no assumption. It has to be conclusive video evidence.
0: Yeah, and, and, and just so you know, too, and I pointed out, I think you, you retweeted it this morning, but I said it in the middle of the night last night because that's how aggravated I was. The NHL doesn't care for your hazy screenshot where you write, see the pucks clearly across the line. You know what? Double middle finger salute to you. Fuck you. Go back and play on your little World of Warcraft for 10 hours a day. And then when the Hawks come on, oh, I've got to watch the Hawks and become a hockey expert for three hours. You're fucking wrong. Toronto looked at it in probably 900 different ways. Your screenshot means nothing to them. Yes. It doesn't matter what <laughs> oh you have no idea how much better I feel getting that <laughs> off my chest. Yeah. That World of Warcraft thing just poof that was off the top of my head.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's But it just uh,
0: that it just pisses me off like you said a long time ago. Twitter, everybody becomes an expert, and I just go, batshit fucking crazy. Yeah, that's exact, what? that was that was that actually, was the exact, yeah the exact thing I said to you last night. And You
1: don't want it, and I said that to my girlfriend last night before I went to bed. <laughs> that, that was the exact quote I said, which is why it's funny that you said that as well. That the whole fucking internet or half the fucking internet's gone batshit fucking crazy because they're fucking, they're all being idiots. I I got tweets saying, "Well, this needs to be fixed," and what needs fixed. to be fixed? They got the call right. That, even got, Steve Conroy said
0: the call was correct. That should be enough evidence right there.
1: Yeah, he's got no opinion.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Except for against an organization.
1: No, oh I, will, I will say that I did see something on the news today that um, they are investigating that for this year's playoffs, they may be able to put like a cam in the post. Which would be that pretty would cool.
0: Be a, yeah, that would not be a bad idea. No, it
1: wouldn't. You know what? Because, you know, the Blackhawks might have won that game. But, you know what?
0: Uh, from every angle that me and you saw, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Puck's never yeah. across the line. And you know what? I think, you know, like you said, a lot of credit goes to the referees and everything for making that call. And I believe they said, too, that uh, Luxmore's, like, first year as an official, too. Yeah. That's it, a, it, this is a nice call to have in your back pocket going forward. But also, I'm and I hate Mike Smith. How the hell he even got across like that to even get a stick on that was amazing to me. And I I, ain't giving credit to Mike Smith. neither do, too. But that was, you know, I would have been dead in the water. I mean... Oh, me, too. Yeah, it's just, it was a hell of a save, if you want to call it that, and a hell of a call to make on the ice.
1: Yeah, well, speaking of getting across, and I know this is a little off topic, but I was just watching the highlights... And uh, anyone who's downloading this today or whatever... Later go, on today,
0: because we're yeah. about to cross the midnight hour. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, <laughs> go look at the save that uh, Andre uh, Vasilevsky from uh, Tampa Bay makes in the Predators game. Holy shit, what a toe save he made. Uh, I don't know how he physically got his body to do that, but check it out, because it's pretty incredible. But anyway, back to the Arizona Coyotes. Now, okay, now... This was, you know, half the internet went batshit crazy about this whole thing, and this is this is where you know we're gonna wrap this whole thing up. And I got a little special little special thing here for him, but um, where me and Greg got into this, uh, got into this thing yesterday with this guy, who basically wanted to tell me that the NHL is conspiring against the Chicago Blackhawks. Because oh, they called a penalty on Patrick Kane that was so iffy, and they also called that a non-goal. They're conspiring against the Blackhawks, and they want the Blackhawks to lose, which doesn't make a goddamn bit of sense. The Chicago Blackhawks right now are the NHL's biggest cash count. If any conspiracy existed, it would be... The, uh, to make the Chicago Blackhawks win more games. They want the Blackhawks to win more games because that only means more money for them because, the, the, you know, just fans buy more stuff. You know, the, the, the Blackhawks fans are some of the most rabid in the entire NHL. So to say that the NHL is out there and uh, trying to make, you know, trying to tell the officials to make calls against the Blackhawks so that they lose is just might be one of the fucking stupidest things i've ever heard in my entire life
0: they 're so against the Blackhawks they have them playing in three straight years outdoor games
1: that is exactly <laughs> that is exactly the point. I think Greg made that point
0: did he uh, yeah. I, yeah,
1: they keep putting them in outdoor games because they're such easy money and they bring such ratings and all that stuff. but the Blackhawks, because last year in the Kings series that that goal that was uh that goal that was waved off, or whatever. That I think was the the Jamerson goal, or whatever.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. I it, yeah, where Jamerson scored it.
1: the goal, but they they called a penalty way behind the play. He oh, brought that, that up.
0: The Detroit one. Yeah, yeah, Detroit, or brought,
1: Detroit. No, that was I think it was Kings. But um, I, thought, well, I, I don't know when, whatever. Yeah, it was. Whatever. Yeah. He brought that up as an example, which was an asinine example. I said, you know, mistakes will happen. Mistakes happen. They, this is a game that is officiated by human beings. Mistakes happen. But, I mean, are you going to tell me uh, the goal that went off the net in Detroit went off the the net over the glass and came back down and went in the net? You're going to say that's a conspiracy against the Detroit Red Wings? No, it's just a bad call. Bad calls are going to happen. So, to go out and say, that was, like, that of all the shit, to come out and say that, I could not comprehend that at all. I get you're being mad that your team lost by a questionable goal, but to say there's a conspiracy against you know what might be the NHL's favorite team right now is just fucking dumb.
0: To be to be that asshole person though, it was yeah. against Detroit because then uh, Sieber came in and scored the overtime right, right, goal, right, right, and then right. all was correct.
1: Yeah. yeah, so maybe that was I don't know whatever. Uh, the it's, case sorry, is. it's
0: shocking to think that that was already two years ago. That's yeah. all. Sorry, so, I have to. I have to be that you know. That's my OCD at work. Certainly. So
1: to, to bring this all completely full circle, I, I pulled a little song for, for, the, for that guy tonight. Uh, I, be, I think he's like a Denver Hawks fan. Or, I think he's from Denver, Colorado. So I pulled a little song for him, and this is dedicated to you, sir, for keeping me up till 1230 last night arguing with your stupid ass. So please enjoy. What? What? Your name is Hugh Morris. What? Hugh Morris. What? Is that funny? Is that humorous? What? 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 Get out of here! What? What?
0: What? 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 Some salsas, three
1: beers, some corn on cob, put on some chapstick, put in some chewing gum, a shot of whiskey. Don't say it again. Oh, bitch. There. <laughs> that is for you, sir. <laughs> Let me tell you, I worked on finding that all day. <laughs> oh, good lord. Because nothing is uh, more cathartic than that. So that wraps up last night's game. I think that's the proper you, way to wrap it up.
0: You're a better man than me, because I was just going to blame all this and the recent struggles... On the girl I've been dating, that ended things. And since then, the Hawks have been nothing short of mediocre.
1: <laughs> they haven't even been adequate?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Put it this way. When we were going out, was the whole time of November when they went gangbusters on that circus road trip. <laughs> so it's all our fault.
1: <laughs> yeah, fuck her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's probably going to come back to bite me right there.
1: <laughs> it always does. It always yeah. does, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That's is... yeah,
0: like you know what? I hate the burst or bubble, but yeah, like she's really listening. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. no one really listens to this anyway,
0: except for our number one fan.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Derek Harms <laughs> There
0: yeah. might be a Brandon Bolick Rockford Ice poster in the mail for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Uh, so. It could have been a Jeremy Moore and bobblehead from Rockford if I would have went this past weekend, but I didn't go.
1: That, that was a weird <laughs> thing.
0: Yeah. And the fact that it was a sold out event was even weirder. Yeah. (laughs) Because there's like plenty of tickets available for this weekend. Yeah. So head on out to Rockford. You might see yours truly there this weekend.
1: Yeah. I'll be
0: in the section that has every seat still available. (laughs) Come on by. Say hi. I'll sign some autographs. Pictures, autographs. Yeah. It'll be a fun time. Yeah. (laughs) And we can watch the Oklahoma City Barons for probably the final time.
1: Yeah. yeah. Boy, that's a that's an eventful weekend. You know how to party, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then I got a baptism to go to on Sunday, so I'm probably going to burst into flames sometime Sunday afternoon.
1: Awesome. <laughs> no, I know I would. <laughs> I'm not even allowed within like 600 so, yards of a church.
0: Yeah, the recap's probably going to be a little bit late on Sunday.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's better than it would be for me because I'm going to be in Florida, so... Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway... <laughs> That wraps things up. Yeah, everyone, that thanks, a, thanks that for downloading. The yeah, really thanks for downloading the uh, the twenty first uh, Puck and Hustle Shoutcast. Um, visit my man. I, I, I'm going to tell everyone not to go visit my man John at Black and Tan Sports, but that would be mean. Uh, it's
0: got to make me my Clip Malarchuk jersey. I keep putting
1: off. Yeah, well, he will. He'll do it. Um, Oh, and, and and again, speaking of jerseys, at uh, the uh, play it again, there were three Winter Classic jerseys already sold. Oh, god! Yeah, so you could have had a, you could have had a Winter Classic jersey there. I don't know. I, I didn't even look at the prices, but
0: yeah. boy, we got to do some jersey window shopping one day. That would be a nice little video we could make for Puck and Hostel.
1: Actually, it, it, you know what? It, during the summer, it might be uh, you know something we could put all together. <laughs>
0: That's actually not a bad idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. Bad jerseys. It's kind of like Jersey Fouls with Wyszynski, but it's even worse. Yeah. We'll just stick it to Blackhawks. So
0: so the asshole that was wearing the Adam Burris jersey at the Wolves game, he'd definitely make the cut, right? Yeah, for sure. Because I believe it was a Chinese knockoff. Too. Yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, a Chinese knockoff Adam Burris jersey. Go to hell. Yes, go to hell. Straight to hell. Damn you to hell.
0: You and the personalized AHL guy jersey go to hell
1: with them. Yeah. So anyway, all right, wrapping it up, uh, black and tan sports, uh, Facebook.com, black and tan sports, uh, get your jerseys from my buddy, John. Uh, you can read all of our stuff, puck and hustle, blackhawksnews.com, blackhawksblog.com, uh, the Twitters, Facebook, you can find my cohort, Pat, uh, at, on the Twitters at, uh, Patrick underscore Stankus. If you get a chance, uh, head over to iTunes, Rate and review us. I didn't see any new reviews. So, uh, that's that um shout outs committed indian guys we talked about that earlier forklift ct and the crew forklift ct and the crew at hockey night uh chris block at third man in puck chatter radio uh chair of the anthem guys uh, keith and the crew at blackhawk up greg Boyson and the crew at let's GoHawks.net, and uh mike Figueroa at Fig Stig arts uh he was at that recent uh blackhawks um uh clit uh rife uh charity thing so, um, and then, uh, how about you, Pat? Any shout outs?
0: Shout out to the four feather guys, uh, dog pound at work and Adam from feathers in the hat who might be joining us upcoming shortly.
1: Yes. Former, uh, podcast, uh, guest yes. as well to, uh, I
0: may so. have, may have gotten to a Twitter argument with them, but you know, whatever. <laughs> we probably have, good.
1: we, we, we probably have now. at some point in time. Yeah. yeah. I We hatched, we
0: hatched it. it out and you know, now he's going to be a guest.
1: Yeah. No, that's cool. So, Thanks
0: to him for uh, agreeing to that, too. But like I said, I don't know if it's next one or down
1: the road. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, everyone, uh, thanks for downloading, supporting, listening, and uh, see you guys in a couple weeks. Uh, Good night, and don't be meathead.
0: Thank you again for coming down here and
1: joining us tonight. I hope you had a
0: great time because we sure did. And we will be back. You've been great. We've been Megadeth. Good night.